0: Today, we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. We've had some insanely accomplished actors on the podcastio and today's honoree is among not only one of the greatest mustachioed actors ever, but one of the greatest just straight up actors ever. Yes, we are putting the spotlight on Donald Sutherland and his shrieking performance in 1978's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. This is one of those movies that I swore I had seen before, but it turns out I just heard so many people talk about it and seen so many snippets that it felt like I had seen it before. So let's, let's not waste any freaking time about it. Donald Sutherland's mustache looks like you wiped glue on his upper lip and blue graham cracker crust on his face, and that's badass. Now play that shit theme song. It's the Mustachio you We're ready for the show. We'll watch the movies, we'll face the
1: jokes, and then we'll all go home. Navigating the legendary hairy upper lips. It's the Mustachio you.
0: Okay, for the first time ever in Mustachio Podcastio history, I am allowing more than one guest on the show. As you know, I love the sound of my own voice, so I keep interruptions at a minimum by only allowing one person at a time on the show. But today is different. Today I am welcoming two brothers that I've had the opportunity to laugh with, cry with. And learn from, thanks to their many appearances on the Grimebin podcast, which, and a lot of them I've actually had a chance to be with, so these guys are freaking awesome. And, you know, a lot of the listeners have heard me talk about the Grimebin. y'all know how awesome it is, I'm not going to waste time getting into that. It took me about five episodes to be able to tell them apart, so good luck with that, y'all. Welcome to the show, Shane and Terry
2: McCullough! Hey, man. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm very worried. You say you've learned from us, and I'm just... I'm very nervous as to what lessons I've, you've taken away from the two of us. I, love, I learned how to feel a little younger again. Learned how to you feel know? young. Yeah, some gr- We did some growing. We did yeah. some showing. You know, yeah, it's all a, funny games.
0: Y'all bring a youthful energy to the bin because really oh, it's just old a bunch fucking of men. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's really just a bunch of crotchety old guys that are eventually gonna be like shaking their fists at kids. And exactly. <laughs> There's fucking, fucking dinosaurs on the ground.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they, don't, they don't know what's hip nowadays, mm-hmm. so that's why they gotta bring us on. You see, the, gr- <laughs> the grind bin had a focus group testing, saying it's like, "You gotta bring more youth on the show." <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's where we came in.
2: Yep. The three, yeah, the three of us were the young bucks of the bin, basically, and yeah. now we've
3: shoved those now
2: that we've shoved those old dudes aside we're having some fucking fun yeah. going to run some fingers through some stashes some <laughs> the golden curly locks of one Donald Sutherland and yeah since we're talking about him i just need to say upfront in all of my notes, I wrote down, which of which there are many, I keep calling Donald Sutherland Donald Pleasance because I keep confusing the two, <laughs> even though they don't look or sound alike. They
3: are two very different dudes.
2: They are. A, if you know yeah. those actors, you know they are not similar at, at all. They are
0: not. But do, there aren't a lot of Donalds, um, <laughs> right? You know. So, and maybe you're just a really
2: huge Halloween guy. I don't know. If I you love are. Halloween. Yeah. Well, yeah, i it might I'll, be in your head. Recently, I watched um, "You Only Live Twice." Donald Pleasance's. Uh, the villain in that Bond movie, so maybe that was oh. it.
0: Oh. yeah, yeah. I've I've always um, I li- you know I like Donald Pleasance, but I don't know why. There's always been something about about uh the other Donald. Now I've already forgot his name. <laughs> Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. Donald Prime. <laughs> Donald Prime. Uh, there's always been something about him, though. Like I just. Every time he's in a movie, you notice him right away. And it's not just because he's a giant, tall freak person, but it's also because he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> oh,
2: definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Even like at the start of this movie, I feel like um, they really kind of sell him as a piece of shit. Um, yeah. But you s- just grow to love him so quickly. He's great. Yeah, they
0: like Bill Murray him where he's kind of a, an asshole, but like, you just start rooting for him after a while. <laughs>
2: yeah, you just can't help it. You're just like, you know, I want him to fuck that guy's wife. I want him to fuck my wife.
3: Yeah. <laughs> guys, imagine, imagine Donald Sutherland in Ghostbusters. He's just <laughs> oh, like, he slimed me. <laughs> what a pity. This, this man has no dick. donald
2: donald sutherland but he's the only male ghostbuster in the 2016 reboot
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah current day donald sutherland not even younger. yeah right
0: (laughs) so y'all had y'all had i can't i'm trying to remember had y'all seen this movie y'all hadn't right
2: no we haven't this is a fresh uh, watch been on my radar for years but just never got around to it
3: uh the actual reason that i picked this movie uh, for this episode was because I had never seen it before and even though there are so many movies that I want to see I'm like such a bad procrastinator when it comes to watching things so even movies that I want to see I just don't get around to for a long time so when you hit us up and we're like hey do you want to be on the podcast I was yeah. just like, sure let's do Invasion of the Body Snatchers because then I'll finally have a reason yeah. to watch it let's use Daniel as an excuse
0: <laughs> no that's genius I, I honestly feel the same way I, I'm not even like a and I've mentioned this in past episodes, but I'm definitely not a movie buff guy. I'm not, you know, we had Faustus on on this show uh, in the past. He's one of those guys that knows all these different movies. Y'all probably know more, way more movies oh, than me. God. So I am not an expert. So I honestly started this partly because I want an excuse to keep watching more movies and oh, really yeah. weird ones. So I have a good time with it. So I was glad that y'all, when y'all mentioned this, I was like, I know this movie so well. Have I seen it? I could have sworn I'd seen it. But then like I was like 10, 15 minutes into the movie feels like i've never fucking seen this before in my life <laughs> yeah like what the hell there's like weird pl- play-doh flowers growing and shells like ghost jellyfish i was oh, so God. confused i can't yes. wait to uh, talk about it <laughs> yeah it's an interesting movie and have any of y'all seen the uh the 19 was it 1958 or 1956 i actually 56.
3: double i actually double featured both of them earlier today now mm. I, sh- I should confess I did watch the original today, but uh, I took some CBD earlier in the day, which made me very very (sighs) drowsy. So I was falling asleep for uh, short amounts of time while watching it. So even though I got the basic gist, like uh, I've seen it, but I haven't really really seen it.
0: Which one, the '50s or this
2: one? Yeah, the the '50s. (laughs) The '50s one.
3: No, 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 no. the '70s one. I was. (laughs) I saw the '50s one
2: terry came home rubbed himself from head to toe in goddamn cbd oil he looked like one of like the, the guys when they come out of the pods in this version and then tried to watch a 50s movie it was a bad yeah, scene
0: with all that oil it was less of a double feature more of a double fister <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> Uh. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's. All. I need to. I. I want to check that one out. Um, I don't know if there's. There's probably. I don't know if there's mustaches in it, but I would at least watch there are, it.
3: Th- I was actually going going to mention that there. Very light on the mustaches in the original yeah. 50s version. I feel like mustaches just weren't as prevalent. In the, in the 50s, 50s,
2: every single leading man was the same tall, dark, yeah. clean-shaven yes, boy, dude. Yes, yeah, exactly. If, if you had
0: a mustache, you were probably playing uh, – and I actually, yeah, you are playing a bad guy. I learned this mm-hmm. from Brody um, in a lot of those 30s movies where if you wanted to be a leading man, you had to you had to get rid of it, man. They were ashamed of –
2: yeah. Right. Not everyone oh, could be yeah. like Clark Gable and like keep the stash. Yeah. He, he had you. he had to have been like dealing some dark some dark shit behind the scenes for them to let him do it back then. <laughs> yeah, he
0: had some shit on some people for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any I don't really do a lot of background on this show, but if there's, a, is there any background that y'all uh, that y'all wanted to bring, or or do you want to just kick this shit off and start talking about this movie?
3: <laughs> I think I'm ready to just start talking. Oh, let's okay. just kick this shit in high it. gear. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Mo- okay. Most of what I was gonna say, like I originally wanted to make comparisons with this movie to the original, but since there's like, but since I didn't fully experience the original because I'm <laughs> falling asleep, I got, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to put a. Uh, put a kibosh on that unfortunately yep. so we could just talk about this movie
0: all right y'all well this is gonna be a segment i like to call the movie breakdown <laughs> da, da, da,
2: da, 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 da,
1: da.
0: movie breakdown
2: that's gonna be the whole segment <laughs> for it. Right. i don't know what we're even doing maybe we should skip the movie breakdown this is a bad omen <laughs>
0: All right, so this movie sort of kicks off pretty fast, which I loved because the last episode, I had to watch the name of the movie be spelled out one by like letter by letter. It was like a five or six minute (laughs) little intro part. This was nice. It kicked off right away. We got to see some uh, like those ghost jellyfish I was talking about. They're like propelling themselves off a planet. Looks like it's made out of coral reef.
3: It's well, it's a very about those things sequence.
2: They look a lot like – they're like these stringy, like, web-like spore things. Yeah. It seems to be Mars from the looks of it. Like, that's just what I'm guessing. At least they use that for inspiration. They look so much like dicks. I'm not trying to just make the most juvenile (laughs) joke here. But there is flat out a dick and balls made of spores in there. I am not joking. It is so prevalent. I mean,
3: they look like sperm, too. I mean, if you want to
2: keep going on that theme. Yeah, I think they were Aliens just jacking off on our planet.
0: Yeah, they just, they just white slammered Earth. Like, <laughs>
2: right. But yeah, everyone, no. <laughs> everyone always thinking that someday they would invade us and in their ships and shit. But no, they're just going to fucking cream pie all over us. That's
0: actually what I really like about this movie. It's like, it's this super weird, almost... Yeah, I mean, if you're really into, like, splurge and, and penises, it's like a very beautiful, <laughs> elegant way to invade a planet. Yeah. <laughs> there's no explosions. It's just music. And it's very welcoming. But then it kind of gets, like, fucking dark out of nowhere. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like, oh, okay, this is supposed to be bad shit that's happening here. Yeah.
2: So, I'm confused. They, um, So, we've got, like, this tangled mass of aggressive genitalia floating through space. And it's not even really floating. It definitely looks like it is on catching a breeze. Like it is yeah. surfing to Earth in space, yeah. where the big thing about space is there's no air. Mm-hmm. Well, so,
3: it's like Leonard Nimoy explains later in the movie. They rode in on the solar wind.
2: Bullshit. <laughs> yes, we find out about
0: this magical no. solar wind. It's what the Silver Surfer surfs on, dude. <laughs> okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> Our, well, yeah, there's a Silver Surfer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I guess they have Google Maps to get to San Francisco. <laughs> like,
3: yeah, why do they only land in San Francisco? Yeah. Or, do they ever specify that it's, like, anywhere else around the world? I think
2: later it- in the movie, um, when we see, like, some boats, we do get, like, kind of an idea that, like, you know, it's kind of too late for everybody at this point.
0: Okay. Yeah, because okay. I had thought, let's – I here if I was the the – the sperm aliens i would be thinking okay let's all get concentrated in this one spot where there's tons of people and then we can spread among them and then we can just spread from there so i feel like they were just picking a very populated area and yeah. maybe san francisco was the one that was facing them it was on the yeah. side of the sun so they just <laughs> went directly into it but yeah it's kind of weird like i guess it was just they wanted to film
2: in san francisco <laughs> yeah. like let's just have them come here exactly um and terry it's um very prescient of you to pick this movie. We're talking about all this spread that you picked this movie during the pandemic. Yeah, I really had This is a pandemic movie. Had to deal with contamination already. Now I got...
3: (laughs) Well, I mean... So many spores for you lately. (laughs) It's strange considering, you know, you tied this to like, you know, the current, you know, climate of the world. Considering that the original movie, a lot of critics said that the original invasion of the body snatchers was about uh, McCarthyism and communism and how... You know, communism just wants to make people all the same, mm-hmm. and all that stuff.
2: Uh, yeah, and the blob was the same way too. The yeah. blo- uh, just a big red thing. that's like communism. It's big and red. Yeah, even though our movie can't show color. Yeah, yeah. Once,
0: <laughs> once it soaks you in, it's so warm and cozy. You don't get <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it lands in San Francisco. It's raining, so it starts working its way
2: into the soil. It gets onto the, like the plant life and the trees, and this it, it goes
0: quick. it's
2: some cool effects too like you know when it shows like that one like soaked spore on the leaf and then like those tendrils start coming out it's one of those moments where like damn the age of cg really robbed us of some good shit oh yeah because just how like actually real it looks is awesome it must be done with like you know magnets and wiring through gel but it looks amazing i just such a small thing that just Really lends a lot to this movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. get some yeah, cheesier effects la- um, later on, yeah.
3: but those small <laughs> details are really good. The cheesy ones are still great, but yes, I oh, do. All on all the effects in yeah, this movie are yeah, fantastic. The practical <laughs> yeah. effects
0: are pretty amazing. You get a little bit of everything in this movie from like night, because they kind of start blossoming into these, these flowers that are obviously practical effects, like they're not real flowers, but it is interesting because if I saw that on a plant, I would be like, uh, I don't know, that shit looks. Like it's been out of play-doh or some shit i don't know what that <laughs> yeah. is but we see like this we see a lady um walk up to this tree she sees the plant she puts it up to her nose gives it a good little sniffy sniff mm-hmm. i'm like oh i don't know she's she's a, then we see a teacher walking right by her as she yeah. walks and she's in a dope-ass brown leather jacket by the way i didn't yeah. notice that <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she tells the students go grab flowers go get go get you know invaded <laughs>
2: yeah that's one that's a really good detail i like um, I noticed it at first, and it just felt like a weird directing choice like clearly, I know something's wrong with the flowers, but our main heroine grabs a flower, walks away, and the teacher like is eyeing her like very like intently, yeah. Yeah. and then we also see a priest, and then we got like a point of view shot of him looking at everybody picking the flowers too that was interesting and I, if when yeah. you're first watching the movie, it does just seem like an awkward directing choice but like later on you realize oh that's very intentional what's even
0: more insane is that's robert Duvall on that swing set
3: what that's
2: fucking
0: Are robert you... duval yeah because i recognized him i was like is that robert Duvall? is he in this movie because i didn't remember seeing him in anything like any of the trailers or nothing and so i looked it up i'm like they got robert Duvall to get on a swing in a little <laughs> priest outfit and just stare <laughs>
2: Bobby Duvall is just hanging out.
3: For, wow. I, Robert Duvall is one of those actors where like every time I watch like, you know, an iconic 70s movie that I've never seen before. It's just like, oh, shit. Robert Duvall is in this. <laughs> yeah. You know, going back. He to, just
2: walks on set. He's like, can I be here? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, you know, uh, going, you know, speaking of movies starring Donald Sutherland, when I first watched uh, the original MASH movie, the Robert Altman movie, mm-hmm. Robert Duvall is in that movie, too. Like, I didn't even realize. <laughs> he it's wandered like, oh, on shit. set. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, he just walks on. Frank Burns?
0: I guess so. Well, God damn. He like walks on and he goes, you need one of me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everybody <laughs> wants some more Bobby D. <laughs>
0: So we see uh, – and, and you, it was hard to tell because, I don't know, he just looks – he looks really fresh-faced in the 70s. So it was yeah. Weird, but I just could kind of yeah. – you know? And then we see one of the weirdest um, fucking relationship exchanges I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Because this woman walks into the house. We haven't quite met her yet, but this is – we'll find out she is Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. That is her name, right?
2: Yes, <laughs> <Okay>. it's Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> There's a dude watching basketball with giant headphones on. I, it was like, I didn't even know people were doing that back then, but I mm-hmm. guess – they this were a,
3: this must have been a new thing yeah like in the 70s like ah, oh, you can put headphones on your tv
0: <laughs> yeah i thought it was her son at first because she's like oh, me too you know you
3: yeah don't want to pick the mail up from
0: the floor jeffrey like she sounds more like a mom
2: right yeah. exactly and then she lands one and she plants a huge one on her on her side yeah and he, but then he even <laughs> like he even snaps at her a little like he's like hey come on come on get, get over here yeah the fu- <laughs> he's like this guy is such a fucking piece of shit like <laughs> We've already painted the picture that he's kind of a slob. Like, you know, he's just, like, laying around the house, like, belching, watching basketball. But, like, (laughs) he's in the total dark. Yeah, it's so weird. This like such a, like a sitcom. Getting body snatched is in. the biggest improvement for this guy. Like, let's be real. Yeah, this is
3: such a this is such a sitcom relationship. She walks in and she's like, you didn't get the mail. You're sitting there watching the game," and then he burps.
2: Oh well, yeah, but in, like married and fucking, children. I don't think like Al is, children, is sitting yeah. in the dark doing nothing yeah. <laughs> yeah. ominously. It's like, <laughs> it's like what those sitcoms would be, but just real
0: life. So it's sad. Like it's not <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Right. It's just like you see her life and it's like, you know, ah, uh, jeez. And she even like tells him about the flower. He just freaking ignores
0: her. He's like, playoffs tonight, honey. Don't give a fuck <laughs> about this. <laughs> and, and, like, she's like talking and talking and he's like, why don't we go up to the Vale for the weekend? And, you know, flap on Friday, you know? Hmm? Huh?
1: Huh?
0: You <laughs> don't give a shit about what she's saying. No. And uh, she comments about how he's in a playful mood and. That um, that's when he says, "Yeah, the playoffs. I'm looking forward to t- for tonight." He and then I think she says, um, "She's going to do a little reading," and she's so nice to this asshole. She's like, "Yeah, I'll go downstairs for you, and you can watch the game, so you don't have to put your headphones on." Like, dude, they, yeah, they automatically make you feel like I really like Elizabeth.
3: Yeah, you, know, you yeah.
0: like Elizabeth, and you hate this piece of you shit. Don't do not like Jeffrey. No. Then we see the man of the hour, the great Donald yes. Sutherland
2: as Matthew Bennell Benell, Matthew Bennell.
3: Matthew yeah. Dr. Matthew Bennell. The guy in the original movie, his name was Dr. Miles Uh-huh. Oh. I don't know why, I don't, did they just think Miles was too outdated? There's so
2: the many name? weird things with uh, adaptations where mm. they make small adjustments. Like, like in Blade Runner, I noticed um, the character Roy Batty, um, they just added like an extra T in his name from the book. <laughs> it's, it's just like, okay, two T's in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because wow. we go we go one step beyond from that fucking Philip K. Dick fella. I think it's because like
0: Miles is it. I like that name, but I think it can sound a little like because he's already going to be kind of prickish, and you don't want to dislike him even more. Like if I met a guy mm. named Miles, you got to earn me liking you because you're you're already <laughs> My- starting
3: low. <laughs> I mean, Miles is kind of like a waspy sounding, like you know, very uh, kind of rich person's name.
0: Yeah, they're one. Of, a Miles is one of those guys that goes, you know, actually, like that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a Miles. Math,
3: Matthew is more relatable. We've all met a Trust me, I'm
0: Matthew. with Mensa. <laughs> 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 so we see him in his graham cracker crust mustache glory he's oh. uh knocking on the door of a french restaurant he announces himself as part of the department of health and you feel like oh this is supposed to be kind of like funny because he's like zooming in and the yeah on the and he looks funny and they let him in and right away this french guy that answers the door he's the cook i guess he already mm-hmm. looks like oh hi like terrified like he owes him money
2: it's exactly like, right. Like, holy
0: shit.
2: It's also funny that um I don't think the creators of this movie know what a health department is because <laughs> <Yeah>. they're like <laughs> Donald Trump uh Do- I was about to say Donald Trump, goddamn it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Donald Pleasants <laughs> <laughs> or Donald Sutherland, rather. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sutherland rolls into the restaurant with his big long overcoat like a hardened noir detective yeah ready to like bust some fucking heads in here and they're like all like intimidated by him and shit yeah and then like when you see his office he's like in this very dark room he's got like fucking forensics team outside his office it's so weird
0: yeah they really gave him a private eye feel and i don't i think the health inspector is this, I don't even think he goes and inspects his own like restaurants. I think they just send no. people that go around every now and then and they don't come in in a fucking trench coat.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like being a detective, like that's a very easy role to put the protagonist of like basically any movie into because like weird shit starts happening. Oh, it's my job to figure it out. Yep. But like he's they they took the time to make him a health inspector. But he still kind of has this like detective vibe to him. Yeah, he's (laughs) like, I
0: found feces in your soup,
2: (laughs) and they're like, Oh god, we have this whole rat shit (laughs) uh, exchange that goes on forever. A long time.
3: In the original movie, uh, Miles Banel was he was a doctor. He was just a regular old doctor, which
2: makes sense. Yeah,
3: because in the original movie, he starts hearing about like, Oh, you know, Doctor Banel, we've uh, you've been getting a lot of patients where people keep saying that they think that their relatives are like copycats mm-hmm. of, you know, who they really are. mm mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they had like some sort of delusion. So that that makes more sense. Like, yeah. you, know, you call in a doctor to deal with that. But like this guy is a health inspector. And we
2: have a whole separate character who does go through that, but who doesn't buy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, so.
3: <laughs> they made it very weird
0: having him be this health inspector guy. But they also make him seem like he's pretty stern. He's strict. Nobody really mm-hmm. likes him because he gets mad at them about them having feces inside their soup. They're denying it. He's like, well, then fucking eat it if it's a caper. And he's like, well... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then he ends up getting back to his car. He says he's gonna like fucking take away their permit or whatever. And he walks out. He goes toward his car. During all this happening, we see a guy who looks very suspicious kind of walk out into out of the the kitchen. Yeah. And it looks like they got they had a little plan. If this asshole came around, they went ahead and fucking threw a wine bottle at his windshield.
2: Yeah, and
0: uh, <laughs> cracked the shit out of it. I mean, it wasn't a great car, so nah. shit. But yeah,
2: good. I love it because we spend a lot of time in his car throughout the movie, and that crack is always there. It get oh, I know. <laughs> it adds character. I like it. And I'm I one of those
0: I'm one of those like if there's just like a bug or something, I can't quite get off. It's all I can look at. Mm-hmm. It drives me oh, crazy. Yeah. So I can't imagine having a crack down. My oh, mission. yeah, right in the center. I yeah, lose I'd be my furious. Shit. Oh, my God. And he doesn't seem to um, – this must happen a lot because he doesn't really react to this at all. He's like, okay, well, that happened. He drives away. He calls mm-hmm. Elizabeth, and he's telling her what, what went on, and uh, he lets her know that he wants her to come in early at 7 30 mm-hmm. which really isn't that bad but yeah and yeah. she's like bitching about it
2: <laughs> she doesn't want to go. i mean uh, i i think i would i'm not a morning <laughs> person but like you know donald's um sutherland i believe that is the correct on yes um he is so damn smooth like yes. she is so like he's uh He's her boss, but like you know, she is just so giddy to talk to him. uh He is just like putting on, putting like the full charm offensive on her, and she is just putty in his hands.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of like once I become a director, I feel like I'm gonna definitely give that kind of like, not that I'm gonna be in love with anyone that works for me, but I'm gonna constantly just seem sweet talking, sweet talking. Like, hey, yeah. hey, how about you come in a little early tomorrow? You know we. <laughs> You've been putting in all that work. Let's, let's see you shine.
2: Let me let yeah. you shine. <laughs> I love seeing your first thing.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I actually do say his magnetic charm
2: convinces her. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. To, to work overtime for, for no extra pay.
0: <clears throat> oh, so she turns. So then we get back to Elizabeth and she's in her house. She turns out the lights to call it a night, takes her boyfriend's giant headphones off his lap and gets ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, after him being a total douche this whole day, she actually cuddles him and touches yeah. him. Yeah, like man, this guy's a maid, dude.
2: Like queen, you don't gotta have such low standards.
0: Yeah, move on, girl. There's yeah. there's, there's a guy with golden
2: locks. Exactly, and that stash. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> damn, yeah,
0: seriously, it's just waiting for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we see that flower, right? That uh, that they found, and it's inside a glass of water. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it was getting rooted really quick. She did notice they- that.
2: Sh- she said it was getting rooted, but in what? It's in water. It can't lay its roots. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. She presents herself as like, you know, oh, you know, I botany, it's kind of like my hobby. But clearly you don't know jack shit about it if you think it's taking roots when it's floating in water and it's a pod.
0: Yeah, that was definitely a writer like me who didn't really understand what that meant.
2: <laughs> Didn't do the research. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was like, yeah, rooted, it makes sense. and And we see it kind of, it just the music gets weird we know something's going on there's a big blue light on it oh yeah there is a blue
2: (laughs) is the light coming from like is is it like a light in the room or is like the pod fluorescent I couldn't really tell
3: I didn't yeah I didn't know that either I I
2: didn't know if there was a light shining on it or if the light was being emanated from the bulb
3: I just assumed it was like a really fancy pod that had like a light in the bottom of it or something. To like no, light it up. I don't know. It was know. just a glass of water. Yeah, they were definitely <laughs> just trying to give us an effect of
0: like, this is special. What's mm. happening Jake. here? Like so you should watch out for this thing,
3: I'll tell you what. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's six forty six in the morning and the alarm goes off. It's time to wake up and get ready for work. I don't know. I i would have to get up a little earlier to get my ass into work at seven thirty. But she gets up Same. and uh Jeffrey's up already. He's in a full fucking suit and it feels weird. Like I'm like, okay, he's he's already ready to go. Mm-hmm. And he's acting weird as hell.
2: Like she's like oh you're already up how long you been up he's like not long (laughs) now here's the question is he really acting weird as hell he's dressed to go he's not being an asshole but he's just and he's not even like really giving her the silent treatment he's just like you know oh i haven't been up long and then goes to go take out the trash and she behaves and follows him and watches him like he is just a flat out big-headed gray-ass alien she is so perturbed by this. I don't understand it. He hasn't done anything yet. We haven't. Established... Her reaction escalates
3: so quickly. Yeah. The thing with the thing with this is that we haven't established this character enough to really get a good idea of what his like full personality is. Mm-hmm. We've seen him like just like silently watching a basketball game and not really saying much. Mm-hmm. And then like the next scene, is just like, oh, you're being all quiet and just like not talking. Just to me taking a whole out lot. the trash. What
2: would he have to say?
3: Yeah. Yeah. And now she, she's like
2: her yeah her
3: reaction escalates very quickly it's like oh no it
2: doesn't stop here because then like we get to the office and she's late and she's like oh I'm sorry I'm late it's Jeffrey's fault he was so weird it's like (laughs) weird how
3: my husband was freaking me out
2: he left he put the trash away and he left for work like you know that was such a big hang-up
0: I love that transition where she's going to work because they show us these weird little things for not really that much of a reason. We see some old bearded dude just like running like a
2: motherfucker. Yeah, I noticed that too. And that's another thing where it's like you see a couple people running. So
0: Shit's kicking that's, off. That's
2: Yeah, that's kind of a really good um detail where like you can see actual extras in the background of this like populated mm-hmm. city are clearly already kind of going through the motions of what we're seeing set up for our own main cast yeah there's like a d- that's like a pretty brilliant detail yeah honestly. that dude playing banjo <laughs> Oh, then that, that's i noticed the guy playing the banjo like that's just a like you know a weird director's detail that must be like the fucking director's like uncle or, or cousin or some shit. um no there's some payoff for that later and uh it's interesting it is it is very interesting that and that's to honest, say the least and
0: i remember When we get to that part, I remember thinking, "Oh yeah," (laughs) (laughs) because they really don't show it very, you know, very much. But anyway, yeah, I I don't know, maybe maybe Jeffrey is such a fucking cunt all the time that it was weird for him to be content with life and, like, not... That's the only explanation,
2: that he's not just being such an aggressive, like, piece of shit to be around. That that is enough to just put her on full alarm. Yeah, the movie doesn't really do enough for for it to justify itself, so y'all are definitely
0: on point with that. Um, So, yeah, so she goes into work. Elizabeth lets uh, Matthew know that it was... um, her boyfriend that made her all laid, and then and Matthew is so gung ho about his job. He's like, "Oh, I found oh, he I found rat it. shit. I can't wait to get these motherfuckers and fucking bring them down." And it's
3: like, "You ever see a rat shit in person? Take a look at this." It's like, like,
2: what, what is going on? Why did he keep it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm, look, I'm not in the health department. I'm not in the finer <laughs> details of health. But when you find rat shit in someone's restaurant. Do you need to sample and take it to work with you? So- <laughs> it's like it's rat shit. I need to figure out like, do you need to know like, how big the rat was, what the rat ate? It's like come he's on. Like, I don't think if you,
0: you know, I don't think you understand. I used tweezers and found this little piece of rat shit in a fucking a giant pot of Italian wedding soup.
2: This. I also want to talk just real briefly with what happened before when he's with some guy and they're like in the lab from CSI. With like all these instruments, like microscopes oh, yeah. over a fucking baked potato. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's brilliant, right there, man. Fuck.
0: Yeah, we see. Them. Yeah, they're just. It looks like they're getting ready to create their own fucking Willy Wonka recipes. And, <laughs> and this weird shit going on in there,
3: and then <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: You know what? I might be able to do uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory because uh, isn't uh, Uncle Joe have a mustache?
3: Uncle, uh, Uncle he has Joe. a marv- Grandpa, Grandpa Joe has
0: Joe a marvelous mustache. Yes, <laughs>
3: Uncle Joe. Yeah, Uncle Grandpa. Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, that might be. Maybe I'll come back around for that one. I don't know. We'll see. I love that movie.
2: I would want to be on that. Episode, one of my just like just real quick. One of my favorite. Um, and there's all sorts of like plot holes in movies that people like to harp on, like you know the raft and Titanic. One of my favorite ones that people have come on and like have like really start talking about in recent years is Grandpa Joe being a piece of shit who let his. Uh, family wallow in poverty until Charlie got a go and take it. He's like, "I'm going to a fucking chocolate factory, bitches!" <laughs> then he can suddenly walk. Yeah, I know it's so obvious, but like that one gets me every time. He can time. walk, it's, and he
0: can fucking dance and sing like a son of a bitch.
3: <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs>
0: this tap dancing asshole he could have been out there in vaudeville and making a couple of some change. <laughs> Damn. Then there's this. Yeah. So uh, in this, back to the movie, and there's this weird ass sequence where she runs into an Asian guy. Yeah, And he just looks back at her and he can't stop looking back at her. I'm like, what Mm -hmm. the? What's going
1: on?
2: Yeah, at first, like, you see these, like, weird things happening. It's like, it's not like the normal escalation in a film like this where, like, you know, the mystery unfolds, where it's more clear and apparent what the, what is being noticed. Like, you know, what is, what the established routine is, what norms are being deviated to make things more crazy. This time, it's way more subtle. Like, the first time watching this, it would just seem like a bunch of weird directing and editing choices. Yeah,
3: yeah, it throws
2: you off a little bit.
3: It really does. The thing I love about this Asian guy that she runs into is the suit that he's wearing. Just this really loud, like, plaid, (laughs) suit. Like that's that's one of my favorite things about watching 70s movies just uh, all the 70s fashion yeah is fantastic the
2: haircuts it's just fantastic.
3: giant
0: oh. collars and all kinds yeah. of stuff yeah you gotta love it huge it's huge a lost art they had like huge <laughs> um yeah. so yeah she heads back elizabeth heads back home she runs into jeffrey and jeffrey is ready to get the fuck out as soon as it's like it's like they've been married for seven years he sees her he's like you know what i got a meeting right now i gotta go <laughs> yeah sorry And she's like, what the hell is going on? Like, what's what's up? And he's like, I'm sorry. I just got to go. You need to understand. And she puts her hands on him. She's like, come on. She's like trying to sweet talk him. And she looks at his neck. And you see her noticeably change her whole face and her expression. And she Mm -hmm. backs off and lets him go. And he jumps into a station wagon and takes off. It's really fucking weird. She looks crazy stressed.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We find out a little later, right, What exactly what happened there. I think it was something like she saw he was supposed to have a
2: scar. No, no, that was the other lady. I think what this was supposed to show was just like, you know, um, her physically touching him, like, that. it kind of resonated that this wasn't the same person. Uh, because the last time we would have seen her with the real Jeffrey was when um, they lay down in bed and she cuddled up to him. Right. And now this is the first time she's touching body snatched Jeffrey and... She like kind of feels it. He just he just smells like plants or something. <laughs> yeah, he just smells like, you know, wet broccoli. He smells
0: like right after you've cut the grass, which actually wouldn't be that bad. Like yeah
2: it probably an improvement by whatever fucking regular jeffrey smelled like. Yeah, just friggin' like Doritos and natty ice.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Doritos
2: and
0: uh, uh Visine. Or not Visine. What is that? What's <laughs> Visine? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that for that's for your <laughs> eyes <laughs>
2: yes it is
0: i was gonna say <laughs> rub i don't know why Byzine came out. uh
2: jeffrey and his goddamn eyes i was putting those fucking eye drops in
0: <laughs> so uh she stops by matthew's uh place for dinner because she is distraught as fuck, and they must be like legit friends like matthew's got her door his door open so she can just walk through and waltz in and go back to the kitchen he's chopping up vegetables and shit. This guy's a bachelor, man. He's cooking for himself. So. Oh yeah.
3: Shane Shane, what was the joke that you made where it's just like, you know, for a health inspector, this guy doesn't seem to be wearing a hairnet while Yeah, for like the
2: food. big hard and like rolling up on uh Henri's French establishment and being and giving him shit. Uh yeah, he doesn't even wear a hairnet when he's cooking oh, for God. guests yeah and he's got a lot and we see those um luscious curly locks
0: yeah i'm pretty sure i saw (laughs) he's got a lot
2: he's got a full head of hair
0: i'm pretty sure i saw him transfer some raw chicken and then and then handle some rice (laughs) exactly yeah so yeah bastard she tells uh matthew that she can tell something is different about jeffrey on the inside and uh that something's going on and he then he forces her to have a piece of celery for some fucking reason, which is one of the stringiest vegetables. Just like shoves it in her mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: it's like <laughs> force me to eat celery.
0: Did y'all know that's like that? Isn't that the vegetable that you lose more calories eating um, than when you like gaining? Like you actually lose more calories eating celery.
2: Oh yeah, because it's there's basically nothing to yeah, it. It's, it's like a non-existent like, food, basically. Too so fucking hard to get
0: it down. Uh huh. End up in the plus side. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> i had that in my notes but Mm -hmm. it just reminded me when i saw it so they're out there having a dinner it's really nice they're outside eating a nice like asian cuisine that matthew put together Mm -hmm. and he suggests his psychiatrist buddy dr david gibner um and she kind of looks at him like motherfucker i'm not crazy i'm just like
2: (laughs) yeah this is the era where it's like you know you say psychiatrist therapy taking care of yourself mentally in any forms like i'm not fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Only crazy people need to, like, actually take care of themselves. Yeah. Only a re- It's a, kind of a recent development where you would actually ever think to, you know, you know, maybe I need some help. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy's like, uh, he's like a big, like, Fraser Crane-style pop psychologist. Yeah. You know, he's like writing books. He's a big celebrity.
0: Maybe more of a mentalist. So recent. that's probably... He's kind of like a mentalist.
2: <laughs> <expert. laughs> yes.
0: You know, he convinces people to calm down by just talking to them. Yeah.
2: Looking... <laughs> you know, I... I Anytime I hear the word mentalist, I think about um, when the Mentalist show first. This is a really dumb story, but I'm sorry, I gotta That's tell okay. it. When the Mentalist show first came out, um, I remember there was like a TV ad for it, and I remember my dad saw it, and <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> okay. think Keith made a joke. He was like, you know, ah, yes, the pederast coming to NBC. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first, I was a kid at the time and Mentalist is an old show. And so I was like, I think that was the first time I had ever heard that word. Just like,
3: why the, why the fuck would he say that? I don't know. He was like,
2: oh yeah, he like, just like, ah, oh, the pederast. Wow, the, the apple ped- did not <laughs> fall far from the tree in this case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, then God. he went to, then he went to go watch Soul Man. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: That's my kind of pops. And, so, uh, yeah, so, and then Matthew starts talking about like, That you know Jeffrey may have changed and this and that, but he says like this doctor Gibner can let her let her know like maybe if he's become become gay or if he's having an affair or if he's a Republican, (laughs) got his ass. (laughs) Oh, so like it's so weird. Like this doctor, don't worry, he'll find out what has changed in
2: Jeffrey. Yeah, it's he's described he's describing what it's like to go to a psychiatrist. (laughs) Yeah, and then (laughs)
0: then he makes elizabeth shake her eyes like
2: that is a pretty cool trick <laughs> yeah it's like it's like a cute little moment he's like you know hey can you do that little eye trick for me and she can like uh just like r- vibrate her pupils oh, yeah I, I i like that it was one of those it was it's very charming like you know goddamn, um whichever donald this in he he's got some like you know big mustache daddy energy
3: can flip like you it know. on
0: yeah y- oh yeah this,
3: this kind of reminds me of another movie that Donald Sutherland was in where he has the mustache animal house where <laughs> there's a part where uh the character d-day he rides into the frat house on his motorcycle and he does that trick where like he taps like on his like Adam's apple and makes like a b- 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 but like he does it all with his throat. Yeah. I can't really describe I, it. I remember our dad actually used to do that. I think, yeah, he did. I can't even yeah. do that with
0: my fucking mouth that you just did. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, like, what what would your reaction be if you were um, making sweet, sweet love to somebody and then their eyes did that once they
2: reach climax? <laughs> I
0: would be I, like,
2: man, damn, I'm good. I, I was just about to say
3: the same thing. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you, Shane. I was going to make the same joke. I'm the
0: pinball champion, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> going Pin- full tilt. <laughs> Ball center. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we... We now see Matthew E is walking in the busy streets of San Francisco. It's the next day now. I think I don't. I think she stuck around a little longer for some extra wine. So he there is definitely a connection there. There's some some. Oh yeah. Works happening. He goes to a dry cleaners, which I always I, I don't. Do y'all go to dry cleaners so like drop off clothes
3: and stuff? No, I, like, our mom used to. <laughs> I've never been there myself.
0: I take my suits and a couple of. Certain shirts that, like, just cannot, like, I just cannot get them to look right. So I have to get them to the cleaners because it's just yeah that way. And I Sometimes
3: you need a professional.
0: Yeah, and I like the feeling. Like, it feels very old school. Kind of like this. Like, you know, like, it's different. Like, it's something you just don't do very often. But he goes into this cleaners. He shows the lady, like, something that I think some sauce or some shit or wine or something that's on his thing. And she's like, yeah, that's not going to come out. (laughs) She's like so. (laughs) Yeah. nope <laughs> and there's an asian man in there and he tells him like uh, sir you're a doctor and he's like i don't know why he sounds like cheech buddy <laughs>
1: hey are you a doctor? He, yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey man
0: um but yeah so i think it was weird because he he figures he's a doctor because he's a tall white guy i
2: guess <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's so weird. When you wait, when so when you are an Asian gr- immigrant in America, do you just like shout at doctors if you need one? Yeah. You don't just go to one. Hey,
0: doctor.
2: <laughs> you just keep yelling at people until eventually you find one. Yeah,
0: eventually they're going to
2: turn and he's like one of these motherfuckers has got to have a PhD.
0: Uh, and he's like my wife is sick, like I don't know what's going on with her. And uh <laughs> Matthew's like, well, what's wrong with her? And the dude answers by saying, like, she wrong. Do <laughs> you know what I'm She saying? wrong. <laughs> and I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah, what he that like, says. Like, she wrong. That's exactly what he says. And it's weird because then he looks at the wife, and the wife looks like she just got caught, like, uh-huh. doing something. She just starts backing up, oh, like, <laughs> you never saw me. So there's definitely some shit, some weird shit happening. And Matthew makes a call to someone, but no one answers. We see him in a big-ass building, and he – he. Um, I think he startles Elizabeth or something, right? Cause, or is he startled by her because she's all He's
3: startled by her. Yeah, yeah, I think she runs into it's him. It's one of those cliche, like, you know – someone gets a hand on their shoulder, but it's like just one of their friends and not the killer. It's like, oh, you startled me. <laughs> yeah. One of those types of moments. You didn't just say hi. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> yeah. You didn't announce yourself. You just fucking grabbed my shoulder. and We live in San Francisco. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So she's freaking the hell out. And she just starts to sob and she hugs him. And she's just obviously distraught. I'm not sure how... Um, how she found him at this perfect fucking time, but I'm glad she did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth says that she keeps seeing these people and they're all recognizing each other and they're all passing something to each other, some sort of like conspiracy or something. She tried to talk to Jeffrey at his office, but he wasn't there in the morning. She looks at the window and sees him meeting all sorts of like random motherfuckers that are
2: just outside. Yeah, it's like some shady, it like, looks like some shady mob shit. It
0: does, yeah. it does look so fucking shady. And she just ended up – she found it so fucked up that she was like, I got to follow this dude throughout the day. So she follows him all day, and she keeps seeing him at all these meetings with all these people. And she says she felt stupid for sneaking around, but she just wanted to spy and find out what was going on. And shit just gets weirder and weirder, and she doesn't know what the fuck is up. So there's definitely something going on here. But we don't know yet exactly. Don't They do show them carrying those – things at this point, I believe.
2: I kept thinking Uh, I think we see them like carrying packages, but we don't see like the Factual. we don't see the weird ass big yeah, ones. Yeah, we just kinda That's not till way later. Yeah, they're
0: just kinda carrying some stuff. It looks like they're definitely working on some some kind of something.
2: Yeah, the master plan is like, you know, in it probably in its
0: first stages here. Yeah. Uh Matthew once again recommends that she speak to this like hi, uh, psychiatrist she, that he recommended. She said that um she said, "Today it seems like everything has changed in the city in regard to the people. <laughs> Even though she's mm. been there all her life, she's like one with San Francisco." <laughs> <laughs> I am San Francisco. And they're they're in a car during this conversation, and Matthew says something. Did I ever tell you about the one about the English Camel Corps or some shit like that? <laughs> <laughs> he goes off on
2: this weird story. Yeah,
3: he has like a tight five. Yeah,
0: <laughs> 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 right, right. He's
2: he's got so he's got this bit. Yep,
0: he starts <laughs> that
2: he. She, that he abandons. Yeah,
0: because she tells him she's like no, and he starts going with the the thing. They're like it's this this group of guys are trapped in the desert. The captain says he has some good news for you and some bad news for you. Elizabeth realizes he's actually told her this story before, but before all this can happen, some fucking dude comes up to the car, kind of like an. Reminds <laughs> be a Happy Gilmore when that crazy lady jumps on the car. Is like <laughs> yeah yeah. Get out of here. which is one of the few decent Sandler movies. I'll give give, (laughs) give that credit. But yeah, it's this guy. He jumps on the freaking window. He says help a couple times. He says they're coming.
2: Oh, this is like... There's a lot of great acting. There's a lot of great performances in this movie. This guy is so over-the-top corny. It's crazy. He's like, help me! They're coming! They're coming! You must help me! We're all in trouble! <laughs> he's so fucking weird. This guy's straight out of the original. Yeah, this guy really feels like he's from this like a super the fucking corny like, movie. Like, no. yeah. I
0: want to say he was he's something from that movie. I don't know if he was... Oh, he is involved, because I remember seeing something where, like,
3: guy that jumps on car. And, oh, really? Yeah, and
1: he
0: actually was. D- some, that yeah. explains
3: it. I remember uh, when the end credits rolled for this movie, I did notice uh, the name Kevin McCarthy, and he was the leading man in the original movie, but they just credited him as running man, so I didn't know. Oh, that makes like, sense, because they chase him yeah, afterwards. Yeah, I think that's yeah, him.
0: He's running man.
3: So that that might be him. Okay, the running man. I think
0: that's him because he runs.
3: Yeah, because I didn't recognize him when he were, when we were watching it, but then when I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, oh shit! Like they got the original guy. That's I, cool. I that was pretty dope. And uh, yeah, he yeah. runs
0: down the street, and we kind of hear like a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they turn. They turn. They take a right, go down the street, and we see. We we think there's a cop that's going to be heading to save the day, but he just sort of passes the. <laughs> He's like, yeah. know, <laughs> know, which you know sometimes
2: that happens in real life it does
0: you know it just it depends <laughs> but you, you would have thought this guy is in a suit he looks exactly right this is the type type that might get you know <laughs> <some energy." laughs> but no this cop just passes him and for some fucking reason i don't know if it's because he works for the health department which means he works for the city matthew has it in his head he needs to call somebody to get the cops
2: to this location
0: i would have been like well there's like fucking a hundred people surrounding this guy i'm sure one of them i know what
2: he says is he needs he wants to call because to file a witnesses report because obviously once shit like this goes down if you had like seen he wants to give them more information of what um. happened because like sort of like a weird thing he's like oh but i'll do it like later tonight when we're at our big party i know <laughs> instead of doing it immediately <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah first let's go to this soir way <laughs> where we're right oh, no, let's go let's go talk to all these other intellectual people So, yeah, the next scene we run into, which, by the way, guys, I didn't look at shit about this movie at first when I first saw it. I did not know the great Jeff Goldblum is in this freaking movie.
2: You didn't know? And and the young, hot Jeff Goldblum just jumps
3: out at you? Holy shit. One of our hometown heroes. That's right. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's a Pittsburgh boy. Oh,
0: fuck yeah. Holy shit. I didn't know that. And
3: he... And he is fantastic in this movie. Oh, he's, oh he yeah. is Jeff
0: Goldblooming all over this bitch. He's just, like, fucking
3: <laughs> ripping up. I really did not expect him to be as Jeff Goldblum as he was in this movie. He really is one of those guys where he just, like... Always on like the same yeah. level. Yeah, he has like yeah. this, and note. it's and it's fantastic. Yeah, he has this note, and it is the perfect note to hear. And he gets
0: to be exactly
3: the,
2: he gets to do that in every movie he's in. It's just amazing, right? It's like Christopher Walken, where it's like you know what you're gonna get, yep. yeah.
0: And he apparently is he's a writer of some sort or a poet or something like that, and immediate
2: <laughs> I right. What is he? I'm very confused because first he's like bitching about this book and I'm thinking like okay are you like the editor? Are you a publisher yourself? Are you somehow involved with the arts? And then later on we see this motherfucker go to his place of business which is a bunch of vats of shit where old men bathe. What is bath. he runs a mud bath place? What is uh. Like we set him up as like being part of this like community of like doctors and scholars and, and writers and then he runs a a, a tar it's, it's pit kind of like
0: the opposite of my life um, my day job is I'm around a bunch of other you know people that are marketing and PR professionals and then my night job I'm with these fucking cesspool crazy sons of bitches from Pittsburgh so <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: And you just don't want to be there.
0: So he has the opposite. His day
2: job is with a bunch of fucking mud
0: motherfuckers. Like,
2: <laughs> mud motherfuckers? Yeah. You know those mud guys. Yeah, mud guys. He's one of those mud His guys. His poor wife has to lather up these fat, sweaty old men. But he, at night, he gets to like go out and party with high San Franciscan society. That's
0: interesting. And he's like bitching. He's basically Twitter, but in real life.
2: He's just bitching about <laughs> Dr.
0: Gibner's books. saying it's awful. The ideas are
2: good. I've ever seen someone speak in tweet thread (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. and a lady even like comes in like hey man fuck you like what the hell are you talking about and they start going (laughs) back and forth and he's like was I even talking to you like how did this happen
2: (laughs) there's honestly like I will say like a lot of stuff story development happens this is in this scene this is a really great scene just from the chemistry we get from like the actors here because like most of our main characters assemble here And they have good chemistry, and yeah, it
3: really shows the best here. I think it's really in good. this party scene. It's a wake it, up. it is a gen it is a genuinely very funny. is a very uh, just the natural way they play off each other is yeah, fantastic. It's a great. scene.
0: Yeah, it becomes a much more playful movie at this point because mm-hmm. yeah, before this it's very dramatic, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. other than the charm that you know that Donald brings. It's still – it's kind of a bummer for most of it. Yeah. So, yeah, once we get right. to this scene where it's <laughs> yeah. like a party, we have gold, Bloom, gold blooming and things and shit are happening. It's fun. Matthew gets on the phone. He calls about that accident happening, but Goldbloom is still, like, mouthing off, and he tells Matthew to never give his name to the cops. Don't give your name to the cops. He's one of those, like, conspiracy <laughs> theorists, yeah. guys. We see a lady all of a sudden – She's fucking freaking out. She's yelling about her husband being an imposter. And this is when we see the legendary Leonard Nimoy.
2: Now, I didn't know yes. he was in this movie. And I was like, what the Mr. fuck? Grabby Grabby, man. He is... He's, he's got... <laughs> he's got
0: both... I have never... I've never he, that's... <laughs> he's got... That's... Like, <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> he's got both hands on her. And he's just like...
2: That's what psychiatry used to be in the 70s, man. You just had to, like, really get in there with your patients. You Take out all
0: that shit. You just got to <laughs> shake it. Yeah.
2: Shake them down, rub them down, whatever you got to do to get those anxieties out.
0: <laughs> the lady says something.
2: Tug them down if you have to.
1: <laughs>
2: God <laughs> damn it. The lady
0: it. is just, like, um, saying that she doesn't recognize him, and blah, blah, blah. And he's, he's trying to, like, calm her down a little bit. And then we get back to Goldblum, and he still talking <laughs> matthew is still trying to get the cops on the fucking phone and i think at some point he gives up or they don't i don't know if they ever even really get him anybody because elizabeth walking <laughs> through the party and she walks into that lady who was tripping out about her husband and she looks like uh looks like she saw her husband meeting with jeffrey at some point so she kind of wrecked
2: yes that was one of the guys from earlier outside his That's
0: work suspicious ass i would be like uh, there's some connections here man yeah so nimoy who um who's gibner by the way i don't know if I, I we can call him nimoy gibner i think i have him nimoy most of my notes
2: i would just wrote i would just say nimoy yeah and, uh, yeah me too
0: and he's been hearing about this shit like he's been straight up hearing like oh yeah i've been hearing all around town people saying that they don't know somebody or, or that they know somebody who's changed and some shit like that he also gets rid of goldbloom by telling him that there's a lady on the other side of the room who wants to talk about his work <laughs> <laughs>
2: But we never even figure out what like his work is. No, we
0: don't.
1: He just like.
2: I think we say like maybe something about poetry, but it's like, yeah, I think he's like a poet on
3: the side. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what I got. He's trying
0: to launch that poetry career. But until then he's like stuck with his like family's mud house. Uh, So it's just one of those issues that he's got to deal with. But, but I do like the idea, like Nimoy is so smart. He sees Goldblum. He's like, I don't really want this son of a bitch in this conversation. Hey, there's a woman on the (laughs) other side of the room that would like to speak about your work. So he heads out it's like, hey
3: go talk to her
0: yeah <laughs> you look like a sex guy <laughs> go talk to her because <laughs> I mean Goldblum I mean every time he's talking one of the best things about him is when you hear him talking to like Con- him and Conan are pretty close Conan O'Brien and they yeah he was on Conan O'Brien's podcast and oh my god it's like he's fucking the mic with his voice <laughs>
3: <laughs> I haven't heard that yet I def I gotta listen to that because that a, sounds fantastic
0: there's this weird part where they're talking about each other's wives and stuff and um the very first time that they bring it up uh he goes goblum tells come and you have uh your wife <laughs> and he's like how dare you talk about my wife like that like you can't, can't bring it up my wife and breathing hard and shit
3: that's awesome oh it's so good uh, that is so on brand for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, I can
3: just he- I can just hear his voice saying that. I
0: know it's so good. Yeah. So now they're walking out of the party, and U- Nimoy says that he heard that story from like six patients already. He says people are changing and. They're becoming less human. That's what part of this whole thing is. It's in people's heads that they're thinking people are changing. He thinks that relationships are broken and people don't want to take that responsibility
2: anymore to be in a relationship.
3: Yeah. The whole family unit is broken, yeah. is what he says.
2: It's the 70s, man. We're swinging Revolution, now. <laughs> And we see Goldblum just calmly.
0: He's not bothering
2: anybody. <laughs> this he is great. He just wants to
0: go and get himself a soda or something. He's walking to the 7-Eleven. All of a sudden, Nimoy decides to fucking grab him, motherfucker. He's like, what's up, you son of a bitch? He's
3: like, you shut the fuck <laughs> up. He shakes him down. It's, it's, the, it's great. Uh,
2: it's really awesome seeing Spock just totally unprovoked shake a motherfucker <laughs> it's down. It's so weird.
0: He's like, where's my money? <laughs> So Matthew grabs he grabs a a gold bloom and he's like come on let's go to the store let's get away from this motherfucker and Nemoy just immediately directs his attention right back to Elizabeth and he's like after this you know he he tells her like you see how I told him to fuck off
2: like that's just part of my my way <laughs> <laughs> I do- I don't see the point he was trying to make but I appreciate it nonetheless <laughs> He's like like this is a big like this is the breakthrough that's like supposed to like you know make her understand more. Did you see the way I pushed that motherfucker up against the wall? You see the fear in his eyes. Anyway, your husband's gonna be fine. I'm gonna
0: start doing that at work when I'm having an argument with someone. Like <laughs> I'm just gonna shake down someone else nearby.
2: J- just flex on the nearest person you think you can um, intimidate physically. <laughs> and then all the problems surrounding you will be solved you better shut the fuck
0: up oh it's so good uh matthew tells Goldblum (laughs) to fuck off and go go to his mud shop and he'll call him later so Goldblum heads (laughs) up i was actually really worried i'm like oh man are we not gonna get him again but we do get a little more goldblum throughout this movie so i'm very happy oh yeah i thought maybe he was just a bit character and like
2: no and one thing i really like is the um just the relationship between uh Nimoy's character and Goldblum it's very similar to McCoy and Spock yeah like uh Goldblum is just like constantly fed up with his shit and um Nimoy like doesn't really regard him much it's pretty it's great
0: perfect man I love it they definitely have that kind of like Nimoy's already made it and people are buying his books and Goldblum is just fucking it's a it's like a <laughs> enemy type situation you know yes uh, so it happens. Uh, Nimoy tells um, – I think he tells uh, Elizabeth that she's kind of jumping to a very bizarre conclusion about her boyfriend being body switched. He uses some pseudoscience Jedi mind tricks to get her to – right. maybe She's all wrong about this. Yeah,
2: he Vulcan mind
0: melds with her and gets her to Probably calm totally down. He does. And Matthew thanks Nimoy, but he thinks he should talk to her a little bit more just to kind of work some of these kinks out. And Nimoy says something very pseudoscience-y. He's like – there's some sort of hallucina- hallucinary flu or hallucinatory flu around, yeah. making all these people <laughs> yeah. freak out.
3: I'm like, wow.
2: Uh, sure, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah <you> know. sure. <laughs> so Whatever like, you say.
3: Haven't we all had a hallucinatory flu once in a while? <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> they should have called COVID that.
0: It would have been better. A hallucinatory flu. I <laughs> love that. So Matthew is thinking uh, maybe he should check this situation in with the health department. He's like, oh, maybe there's something here. I don't know. And Nimoy isn't sure if he should or not. He's kind of on the fence about it. And Matthew and Elizabeth head out to to take her home. This is when we find out, as the guys mentioned, this is when we find out that Goldblum owns the... Because his last name is Belichick. Belichick, yes. And we see Mm -hmm. on the sign as he enters this really raggedy-ass building,
3: Belichick Mud Baths. So, oh yeah, <laughs> it's just so weird. Bel- like... Now Belichick is also the name of one of the characters from the original, but he did not own a mud he bath. I can tell <laughs> you that a much. Coach.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. He uh, so yeah, I guess he has his business and his his. We find out we meet his wife Nancy, who she'll be a part of this story as well as we go on from here. Goldblum is all fucking pissed off. He has Nimoy's book in his hand, and she's like, "How did it go at the party?" And he just like slams Nimoy's book on the fucking table. <laughs> God. You know, you know, this is like the eighth time he's come to a, from a party like this. <laughs> like, yeah. He just keeps getting fucking fucked over by D-Boy. And uh, yeah, he walks in and walks into the back of this mud place and we see all the majesty of what a mud place is all about. It's just a bunch of hairy, rich guys fucking soaking in their own filth.
2: I mean, this is like a cheap mud place. Like, if I, like, I don't have any real desire to take a mud bath but like i want it to be a really nice fancy clean place (laughs) this is like a back alley shop with mud black it's
3: it is not terribly appealing no and everyone is just a bearded
2: gross large old man yeah
0: you don't go into a place that looks like this unless it's been there for a really 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 long time and so people are just comfortable and you have regulars or you're giving handies Exactly, It's yeah. one of those two reasons why anyone is going through that place. But it looks like Nancy's a pretty legitimate massage therapist, even though she's a little, you know, she definitely did some nice ass slapping, but it doesn't look like, yeah. it, it doesn't <laughs> look like anything too crazy <laughs> happening. But yeah, we see Nancy running the place, and uh, Goldblum heads into a mud room and she's like mas- Nancy's massaging dudes, giving this guy solid belly rub, and- there's music on and the guy that's there is like you know this fucking music sucks can you turn this bullshit off and she's like it stimulates the growth of the plants and blah 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 and we find out yeah (laughs) because yeah
3: because it's classical music and you know people always say oh classical music helps plants grow and all that yeah apparently and uh
0: She runs into uh, this man, we see Goblin just kind of walking around, he he goes into a steam room, he's all fucking pissed, and she runs Mm -hmm. into this guy who seems already fucking weird to me, and he's, I think we saw him earlier reading a book in the mud, and he's still reading a book, and she's like, hey man, uh, we're closing up, bro, so you need to get the fuck out of here, (laughs) and they go back and forth about books or anything, or something like that. And I think she closes the door and lets him out, and she says something like, oh, yeah, he brought us that really beautiful plant, you know, flower earlier or something like that. Uh-huh. So I guess he brought that over into the fucking mud room, And uh, then we hear some heavy fucking breathing coming from where she keeps the plants, and the plants obviously have bronchitis, and they need mucinex or
2: something. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly yeah. really uh, a good scene where like, she closes the door, and it lingers a bit too long. Yeah. As, like, you know, you you think you might hear breathing. Do you hear breathing? It's, like, it's pretty creepy. It is, yeah.
3: It is, the, yeah. The
0: sound um, direction for for a lot of these parts in the movie that are supposed to be freaky, they do a fucking excellent job. Because it's really not scary, but it adds that. In-
2: oh, yeah. The very tense, like, like this uh, strange, like, warbling that goes on a lot. Um, I hear it mimicked a lot in a lot of, um, like, modern movies, yeah. horror movies that try to um, invoke
3: more uh like classic styles of horror i should i should mention that uh this may not have that much to do with like sound direction but the person who did a lot of like the sound effects for this movie was ben burt who did the sound effects for uh the original star wars movies (laughs) oh wow yeah he was the sound designer on those and like he worked on this so uh yeah, this yeah, was um, just, this was uh, before
0: the '80s where they took their horror movies just as serious as any other fucking horror, any other type of movie. So, like they <laughs> yeah. have the best of the best working, and then like in the mid '80s, they made Nailgun Massacre, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, we see, we are at Elizabeth's home, and it seems that first that Jeffrey isn't there, but as he heads out, um, uh, or as she, I guess as she heads out, you see Jeffrey hiding in the dark. And, oh no we see matthew head out because he's dropping her off and he makes a couple of jokes and he heads out and then we see jeffrey just hiding in the fucking darkness of the kitchen like a fucking creeper
2: right but as yeah. we already know he does just kind of sit around in the dark all day yeah, that could just be his uh <laughs> his daily routine
0: well, i get yeah. home take off my clothes you know wash my face st- you know jerk off in the dark in the kitchen and then i go to there <laughs> you go <laughs> into the TV. So uh, then we see Nancy, and she's looking for Goldblum so they can order some food. She sees a a body lying underneath a sheet, and she's figuring it's him,
2: right? I think... Yeah, just... He has laid down, and put a sheet over his yeah, face, don't like we you all do. do? That you know, mud
0: bath place. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like mummified
0: too. Practice. So yeah, she she takes the sheet off. It's a real thin sheet. She takes the sheet off, and it's like a fucking melted wax man, uh, with hair on it. It's fucking crazy, gross. <laughs> it's like
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like a mannequin you covered in Vaseline and then put hair trimmings Oof, on. Man, it's pretty. It's pretty it's nasty.
0: Like a, it's like if a man was 80% white slammer.
2: Um Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's Come getting on. there. <laughs> oh, yes. Then
0: eventually that man <laughs> creates this teenage kids show. Oh, no,
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo!
0: <laughs> so... God
2: get. damn it sorry
0: there's always like these easter eggs in my shows where I'm sure <laughs> listeners that only listen to my show are like what the fuck
2: what are they talking about white slimer <laughs> apollo what's going oh on here God.
0: so
3: just like more publicity for the grind I know go go listen, listen, listen to, to them gotta get listen to those minis <laughs> get
0: up in that mini oof that sounds bad don't do that <laughs> <laughs> so uh, finds her and and uh oh well, yeah so she freaks the fuck out <laughs> i forgot to say that she screams like a yeah. motherfucker goblum finds her and that makes and he's like i love how goblum gets scared he's like oh
1: whoa
2: he's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and i also like how he gets dis- he gets distracted from the body by realizing he has a nosebleed from being in the sauna <laughs> too long he's like oh i have a nosebleed and this is like seconds after he's just <laughs> seen the body <laughs>
0: he's like oh my beautiful face oh shit so yeah he's got that nose but it could also be i mean we are getting close to the 80s it could just be cocaine nose well yeah um and so yeah so then they call over I like, for some fucking reason they call matthew over to investigate
2: okay now later on in the movie we have very good reasons for not calling the police yeah <laughs> What the fuck are they doing now we found a body let's get our health department friend to examine this corpse in our place of business
3: well i think i think this might actually go back to something in the original because i do remember a line in the original movie where two characters actually did find a body that looked that looked exactly like one of the main characters and it's just like oh why does this dead body look exactly like me yeah and then uh dr bunnell in the original was just like hey listen if if nothing happens, call the police. If something happens, then call me. So I think it might be going back to that. Okay, Where, that, but that makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> like like banal might know what's going on. But uh, Nell is a know. guy who shakes down French restaurant. Yeah, we have
0: to like <laughs> – He's Rest not the guy who's yeah. like, no,
2: we got – I don't understand why this is your – we have a dead body go-to yeah, person. Yeah, it gets
3: – But I mean when you find a dead body that looks like that, <laughs> I don't know. You call the health inspector? <laughs> it gets weirder and weirder because he he arrives –
0: and Goldblum is like right away, kind of like, "Hey man, I'm calling you over as a friend. Like, don't be fucking putting your finger over the top of one of our steamers and seeing how much dust is up there." I'm, <laughs> I have you here because it's weird okay. shit going on.
2: Again, I'm not exactly, you know, an aficionado of how health departments operate, but would the same person who's grading restaurants be creating, grading like old ass, musty <laughs> mud baths? <laughs> Is he is he really doing both?
0: I mean, I feel like that would be someone else's beat. Like, hey, Jerry, yes. you're on the mud beat, right?
2: Right. On the mud dealing
0: with the, the saunas and the mud.
2: Oh, they're beating all right. <laughs> you know how much
0: cum is in this fucking room. Not enough.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you using Fabuloso? That shit is good. And so, yeah, he goes and they find the cocoon thing and and it's weird because you see Matthew and he's kind of they're looking at him as if he's a doctor or a scientist and he's supposed to know what this thing is and Matthew is just fucking uh-huh. touching this thing with his bare hand yeah i would have yeah. gotten like i would have had like a fucking biohazard covid suit <clears throat> fuck that i am not touching that yeah fucking
2: carcass cocoon hairy shit like the way we are conditioned to things aside given recent events with uh yeah. the <laughs> pandemic if i saw a greased up hairy corpse in any room i would not be going back yeah there.
1: hell no. uh-huh.
2: but like they're just like no let's walk back in there's like oh is it safe it's like no it's not safe why are you touching it? I'd call
0: the FBI and be like, who's the nearest? Who's like the closest to Mulder you got in that motherfucker? Bring him over.
2: <laughs> I would have Molotov cocktailed this place already. <laughs> just this burn is- it down for the insurance? Just done. With the enti- Just done the entire neighborhood. Just clear. Oh <laughs> like, guys, we need. I saw some fucked up shit today. We need to start over.
0: Man, that is in the Pittsburgh rule book right there. Steel City style. <laughs> Just burn the bitch down. We'll start fresh. Steel <laughs> nation, and they... and so... <laughs> so Squad is right. <laughs> so Matthew figures out somehow that this is possibly some type of fetus thing. And it, it could be a uh, I don't know how he knows this, but he figures it out.
3: Terry, you said there were more details in the original about that. Yeah, because in the original movie, they obviously didn't have the special effects to, like, make them look like deformed versions of the original people. So whenever uh, – in, in the original movie, when they found a person, and it's just like, oh, this looks like a duplicate of, like, this person who we know. It actually did look identical to that person. Oh, they didn't they didn't look all greasy and hairy or anything like that so they're just like oh why does this guy look like exactly like you but he's dead and he came from a pod uh, okay but in this movie yeah but in this movie it's like oh they're all greasy and hairy so you don't know immediately yeah that they're growing to like be a replicant of a pre-existing person
2: but also like the way he knows that like you know it's underdeveloped is he's like no well, look for fingerprints and he sees there's no fingerprints like no fingerprints <laughs> like, like a yeah. fetus or like someone who rubbed off or burned off their fingerprints. Yeah. He's yeah.
0: like, "How tall are you, <laughs> Gold Bloom? He's like, "6'4." This but, fucking carcass is 6'4. This has to be you. Did you measure it? <laughs> what size yeah. is your ding-dong, Goldbloom? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on, whip it out. Don't no, Don't don't <laughs> shove it up.
0: Don't be shy, don't be shy. <laughs> So, yeah, so they find this out. He immediately connects the dots. He's like, holy shit, Elizabeth was on to something. Like, she wasn't just some crazy-ass hoe I've been trying to get into her pants. Like, this is, like, a fucking woman that's dealing with some heavy <laughs> not shit. With, not <laughs> with the last time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he gives her – I think he gives her a call, and she tries to answer, but she looks all fucked up. She looks like she's on, like, yeah. drugs or something. Like, she's off. <laughs> She's, her her face looks kind of dry, like she'd been hitting up the Neutrogena too long. and like. It's just mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeffrey grabs the phone from her and hangs it up. I'm not sure if he hangs it up, but I know he grabs it off her face. Yeah. And then Matthew's like, I need to head over to her place and make sure she's okay. Um, and I think what happens is then we see a little bit of Goldblum in his wife, Nancy. She gives him a little bit of water. You hear the mud plip plopping. As the wife goes up to that weird cocoon, man. Um, It ends up opening its eyes, I think, right? And we see... then that's Yes, it opens its eyes, when she expects. I I may have skipped a part or something, but I think it does happen at some point. No, no,
2: no, this is good. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly.
0: It opens its eyes, and it's weird. Like, Goblin closes his eyes, and then the cocoon thing opens its eyes, and then when Nancy wakes up Goblin, everything closes its eyes again. So we know there's some kind of weird connection... Between between the humans uh-huh. and these fucking pod things. Um, it's funny because Matthew goes and drives over to Elizabeth's house. And we get a full scene of him parking like in reverse into the driveway. <laughs> 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 it's like two minutes of him parking. And uh, he actually climbs up on the side of the stairs because no one's answering. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And he climbs up on the little pedestal there. And he looks into the window. He sees Jeffrey looking like a creeper
2: watching TV. I mean... you yeah now he's now that um the alien like you know body snatcher has you know acclimated to his surroundings he's just doing what jeffrey would do so he's sitting in the dark with headphones watching television so it's like you traveled untold numbers of light years to come to another planet to preserve your species and to assimilate the um culture of another world and you got to be fucking Jeffrey. Yeah. Imagine like all, you go through all that and you get to be yeah. Jeffrey, that you piece come, of shit. <laughs> Just sitting in the dark with your you headphones. All this
0: way to go through the motions.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like the playoffs are tonight. Yeah. that Go Warriors. Guy.
0: That's the guy. We'll be good one day. I know it sometime in the <laughs> 2000s <laughs> so yeah um he's looking really fucking weird and uh matthew circles around back to answer from the back door which he surprisingly had some pretty immediate instincts as to how he was gonna break into this house i'm like man yeah man, huh? <laughs> this ain't your first rodeo
2: he's he's accustomed to some back door oh, action yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he wants to show elizabeth that it's like all
0: the restaurants that just try not to let him in I, <laughs> he breaks in He's to like, inspect them. I am going to inspect
1: y'all.
0: I, <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> He's able to break down the back door. Um, he unlocks the window and moves the wooden plank that's on the door. He gets through. He gets in the house and works his way up the stairs. He sneaky sneaks around looking for Elizabeth because he has no fucking idea where she's at. Uh, and nah. then he yeah. sees her in a bed of plants like in a makeshift fucking aquarium thing,
2: right? It's I think it's supposed to be like uh like a bathtub. Oh, that makes more sense. And yeah, with like you know a glass like you know a door. Mm. And like cheap the like plants are put in there and everything to make it like hot and like you know the red right environment to grow the pod person.
0: Yeah, that makes sense why the pod person would have grown really well in the mudroom too. You know, mm-hmm. that humidity and the moisture and all that really helps. And I guess that's maybe that's also why they went to San Francisco because it's right by the coast. You get some humidity.
2: I mean, probably Houston would be better. And we (laughs) see, yeah, right. We saw in the first scene, it's like their rainy season now. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. It may have been all about just finding the right environment for them to grow fastest. Uh, Man, we're really breaking this shit down. I like this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so he freaks out. He's like, holy shit. Like she's in there, but then I also see her on the fucking bed. And he sort of just uh, makes sure that she's asleep and heads out of the room. Um, oh, because um, not hi- not Matthew. Fucking Jeffrey comes up, and Matthew hides in the uh-huh. closet or some shit, right? And he kind of yeah. checks on her lazily. He's just like, yeah, "You, are fucking asleep? Yeah, you're asleep. <laughs> his, his routine checkups. Yeah, 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 you're still asleep, motherfucker. I'm gonna head back to the game." And so he heads out. <laughs> Matthew comes through. He lifts her up over his arm, over his shoulder, like a boss. You realize here mm-hmm. how fucking big Donald Sutherland is.
2: Oh yeah, he is a he's, he's massive,
0: a giant man.
2: Or she's and she's also tiny, <clears throat> so it's like. Yeah, she's also not exactly the biggest woman. Ever.
0: I'm sorry, guys, but uh, me picking up a woman on my shoulder—like I'm—I'm a—I'm not the weakest guy in the bunch, but my knees would start giving up going down those stairs, and like I would have made some fucking noise.
3: <laughs> me
2: too. I would have been falling oh, all over the fucking shit. place. Uh, yeah, she's a short queen. Cool <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I remember my ex girlfriend had um. Like, to get to her room from the living room, uh, the, the hallway was pretty tight, and sometimes I would carry her there. And I think we were both just really fucking stupid because I did it a lot, and I'm just constantly stubbing her toes on the walls and <laughs> banging her head, and it's like, you know, we do this every night. We didn't learn our oh, lesson. Oh. <laughs> but no, Donald um, Sutherland makes it he look does. easy.
0: He gets her gets over to his car, he jumps in, they head out, and you just hear... I, you can barely hear it. It's very faint, but you hear Jeffrey do that. This is the very, very first time we hear a slight screech, like a little shriek. Oh, yeah, that's right, quiet, yeah. kind of hear it in the house. And we're back uh-huh. with Nimoy, Goldbloom, and Nancy. These are a little trifecta group that we have here. <laughs> Nimoy isn't seeing the body they were talking about because it's nowhere to be fucking found now. It just mm-hmm. got up and took off, I guess. Or someone grabbed it more than likely yeah because it wasn't formed yet so i guess it couldn't really move but we do see
2: well we saw it open its eyes like maybe it was waiting for an yeah, opportunity it's like i'm almost done like it's like fucking fully mm.
0: baked and it's <laughs> it's <really laughs> right cold. and you see a little opening in the window so it looks like that's where it took off from new tells uh, mm-hmm. tells him like oh, are y'all just playing some fucking practical joke on me or something like what's going on and now we see elizabeth and matthew arrive to the mud bath place and we once again see this uh truck just smashing what looks like
2: concrete dust or something in the bed we see this truck a lot right like there's this like yeah we do what is what exactly was that conveying because i I was was kind of confused like the (laughs) me me too that's why i assumed but like we never fully see it it's no. never like confirmed so that's like another small detail where like you kind of gotta wonder what are they getting rid of because the first time we see it with jeffrey at the beginning of the movie the trash he takes out isn't big enough to be the original jeffrey's body yeah that's true so i wonder yeah it's really weird i i mean it could be because they turn into like they crumple oh yeah so you're right they they like, dry so up into husks maybe he cut it, a it up
0: bag like a little fucking, Yeah. Good point. Joe's bag. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so then Matthew tells Nancy to take Elizabeth over to his place, and he's gonna head over to Elizabeth's place and see what's going on and see if that body's still there. So he goes. The cops have arrived at Elizabeth's place. Jeffrey is acting cool as a fucking cucumber. He's like,
2: oh. <laughs> yeah, way too like, wait. Yeah. He's acting so cool, like he's definitely actually the more suspicious one. Like we have Donald Sutherland flat out admitting to kidnapping in front of the police. <laughs> and jeffrey still looks more guilty
0: he seems like the guy like in a law and order episode that thinks he has all his bases covered and he has a fucking you know he has he he has like backup for everything that he's done like he has proof that he wasn't there and so he's very cocky about it he's like you're not gonna catch me you don't worry about this shit i got diplomatic immunity
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm from space, you motherfucker.
0: That, and, uh, Nimoy is there, and he's trying to talk to the cops. And he talks the cops down with his mind tricks, and he tells them, hey, don't arrest Matthew.
2: <laughs> don't arrest this very, very bad breaking and entering and kidnapping. Like, you know, we can resolve this amongst yeah, ourselves.
0: And I'm impressed that he was able to do that, but it was because he was like, hey, my wife has your book. We have more sex now, so <laughs> – I'll yeah, are you get ready? away with this one. And the cops tell Jeffrey that he may want to charge uh, Matthew for some unlawful entry, but he's like, "No, no, no. I I trust Nemoy. I'm going to let him take care of Matthew. We'll be okay." And it's funny, he straight up asked Matthew like, "Are you going to bring Elizabeth back home?" And Matthew's like, "No." no he's like, "No."
2: <laughs> Finder's keepers, loser. <laughs> I got your wife." And he's
0: like, "In fact, I'm picking up her clothes, bro." <laughs> yeah
2: not that she's gonna need him for long
0: i'm getting the good shit the silky <laughs> shit dog
2: i'm going in the back door you remember how that worked last time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
0: it's so oh god. <laughs> god damn it jeff jeff doesn't say shit he uh turns to the this is when we get that feeling like all these motherfuckers are in on it because the detective and jeff they all fucking stare at each other in this weird ass
2: way uh-huh
0: Now it's the next day and Nimoy's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. He's talking to everybody about this hairy cocoon. And he seems very reluctant to believe everybody. And he's like, he's questioning Mm -hmm. all their shit. They're freaking the fuck out. They're getting all hyper about it and paranoid. But nothing really comes from it. Goldblum gets a little pissed off. He punches a wall. Which is
2: fun. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, just one small detail I want to point out. We already talked about the glorious 70s fits. Um, when Nimoy is laying on that couch and like, you know, his red turtleneck, you see on his hand, he has like a fraction of a glove on. Did you <laughs> yeah, notice that? I, I didn't. What is that? It's very strange. I've never seen anything he like that He has a leather glove if there were no fingers and also not a palm. It just <laughs> covers the back of your hand. If you need to keep it clean while back, while backhanding yeah. somebody. I guess that's what it's yeah, for. Yeah,
0: definitely like a, pimp's, a pimp slap
2: oh yeah yeah it's nice leather and everything i was like what yeah, the yeah.
0: fuck I is like that the redness on the knuckles so i use this this <laughs> full fucking boar hide nah. <laughs> knuckles knuckle cover but yeah i didn't notice God. it until later it's so weird i noticed it later on i didn't know we had it on there too holy shit
2: oh no it's there it's Guys, just we it's need glorious to this
0: out and we need to issue mustachio podcastio knuckle covers <laughs> official
2: Which, backhand loves? cover <laughs> Would I backhand someone with it? Absolutely. Oh, definitely, yes. Uh, just imagine yes. my
0: face on your friend's
2: face. For sure. Face. god
3: damn it
0: so uh nimoy actually does he goes and he talks to matthew he's like you know what man i believe you you know i've known you for a long time you wouldn't be fucking with me or anything like this must be happening matthew says he'd set up an emergency response plan if he could and get this going like it's an epidemic and um if the situation was different but right now there's a lot of people that don't know what's going on they and it sounds crazy so nimoy says hey man The mayor's, I'm the mayor's psychologist, or Matthew knows about it, so he's the mayor's psychologist. He Mm -hmm. says, why don't you do me a favor, get me on the phone with the mayor, and I can see if I can talk to him about maybe getting the ball rolling on this and looking into this more seriously. So then uh, we see Nimoy walking into his car, and we see him with, uh, he walks in, he gets into his car, we see Jeffrey, and the cop from earlier, and Uh he just says, the sooner the better, and I'm like...
2: He's boys uh, with the pods, which actually like makes sense uh-oh. because when you think back to the last scene at the mud bath, when they call, um, when they call him over, he could have covered for, um, the Jeff Goldblum pod, like escaping, like he could have helped him like get through the totally. window and then like, you know, kind of make them think they're yeah, crazy.
0: Like I think when you have an insider and you start infiltrating, oh, it's uh-huh. so much easier that way. And so, yeah, it, I kind of started getting this suspic- I I mean, fucking
2: Nimoy looks like an alien already. So like. Oh well, yeah, Just assuming like oh, this motherfucker <laughs> isn't human. Uh, it, mm-hmm. Also, as we know, like given his profession, it, he's already been convincing a lot of other people, like his patients, who's been telling them he's already been convincing people yeah. that there's nothing and to be afraid of. So he's it's already been downplaying it. about the movie
0: where. It's kind of genius about the movie to have the aliens knowing that, hey, these people that help people with their like heads and their minds would be mm-hmm. great to have as
2: aliens because they can tell them, eh, hey, no, you're okay. Don't worry. You're freaking out. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, we don't get... It's not, like, fully established, like, you know, what exactly they are. We know they have, like, the memories of... of the human. Like, the aliens have have their memories and, like, their personalities, it seems. But, like, there's still, like, an alien will behind them. So, obviously, like, the Nimoy one has become kind of a leader because he's absorbed someone with expertise on human psychology so he, he can play yes, them the best that's a good point yeah
0: so uh we all of a sudden see Goldblum holding up one of the flowers that they tell them they immediately tell
2: him let that shit go like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like, and i love that he won't even do it at first he's like what's wrong It's yes. just <laughs> a flower like they tell us like just put it down jeff <laughs> they figure it out pretty
3: quickly honestly they
2: put the pieces oh together God. so goddamn quick in this guys, scene yeah like There's obviously like as the audience, we've seen, we've gone through the paces. We know what's going on. They see this flower, and like they have, they have reason to think it's suspicious because, like, you know, uh, Elizabeth's seen it, and uh, Nancy saw it at the shop when things went down, and now it's here. So, like, they do have reason to think it's suspicious, but they immediately connect every single dot and are totally That's caught so up in the plot in a matter of sentences. <laughs> yeah. Like, even Nancy, just on a wild guess, says, it must come from
3: space. And 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 Goldblum in his his Goldblum voice says, oh, you mean a space flower? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is, like, one of the flaws with this movie. Like, I really like this movie, but... You know, like we said at the beginning of the movie, where uh, Elizabeth, like, kind of figures out that her husband is being weird a little bit mm-hmm. too quickly. Yeah. This scene is kind of similar, where, like, they put the piece, like Shane said, they put the pieces together too quickly. I like um, when movies can move at a brisk pace, but,
2: like, you know, things, there are like like, like those two scenes, things happen a bit unnaturally. Exactly,
3: yeah. It's just like, oh, like, we got the plot going, like, a bit un- unnaturally. Yeah. Like, yeah, have too yeah, quick. Na- Nancy goes know? in
0: like into full fucking like ancient aliens. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. This explains exactly. so much. The pyramids and all this shit. It's so weird. <laughs> then um, Matt tries to call Nimoy because I guess it's time for them to set up. Because he had told Nimoy he was going to call him in an hour. So he tries to call him. Yep. There's no answer, of course. And he calls the deputy city attorney. And the dude automatically knows he's talking about imposters like right away so you're mm-hmm. already getting the suspicious feeling like they know what's up they tell him to stay by his phone and that they're gonna they're going to have someone call him call him back and take down everything he knows elizabeth tells her scientist friend that she'd like to do the test uh, that guy that we saw looking at a potato earlier <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. That we saw for like two
0: seconds. Yeah. I bet you he has like some fucking cutting room floor lines that they didn't give him much. And he's like, no, no, no. I'll test it for you. Let me test it for you. You've been fucking up. I- I'll test it. And it's really weird. You can tell he's just trying to fucking look at it because he doesn't want to give her the actual results. You just get this feeling. Exactly. And then uh, <clears> Matthew yeah. gets a call from this mayor's special assistant. Who the fuck is that? and uh, i worked for the city there's not a fucking mayor special assistant Um, maybe an executive assistant Uh, and they meet in union square and it's like uh, it's weird they they meet in union square but it's like we enter at the very tail end of their
2: cars yeah we already see the end this because this is where like a montage picks up where Um, clearly, um, I would imagine like Nimoy set up this plan with like the higher officials who are all already pod people and told them to like, you know, they're kind of putting him on a wild goose chase where like, they're having him go to certain meetings, talk to people at certain times. Everyone's kind of like hearing his concerns, but not doing anything about it. They they don't want to outright refuse him help. They're stringing him along and keeping him busy while in the background, as we're going to see later, they've already they're already like now building exactly. all their the tell
0: sign of all this is that he ends up going back to the cleaners and that same asian gentleman that was concerned about his wife he goes up to him and he's like hey man like is your wife okay he's like oh she's better now you know and you're yeah. like oh fuck. Mm-hmm. it's all fucking weird and shit in the eyes so he's like some yeah. shit is afoot and so now we uh we see elizabeth and She's talking to that woman who was uh, tripping out at the party about her husband, and it, she's all Stepford wife now. She's like, "Oh, I'm much better now, right?" I found the right <laughs> amount of medication to uh, even me out. Yeah. <laughs> so everything seems to be really fucking falling apart now, and we're in a dark room with uh, Matthew uh, Goldblum, and Goldblum's doing something with some signal finder, some shit. He's like trying to get a radio signal. It sounds like or radios, you know. Uh, some kind of radio signal yeah he's not getting any news no 24 hour news or nothing so things are really fucking weird nancy sees a repair truck up front uh that can't be good because that's probably that truck no (laughs) and it looks like nimoy's still hanging around them this is actually when i noticed nimoy's weird fucking hand thing (laughs) and uh he gives her a sleeping pill uh to knock her out and we find out later that this is definitely essential to their plan is to get them to fucking fall asleep they want these motherfuckers to just it's so funny like if they feel like a
2: bunch of angry parents to kids, like just
0: fall asleep, fuck.
2: Right. Got a brand. It's so like they never really try to like beat them into submission. Like they ever. It's it's always like you know just get them asleep and then yeah. Just they're do very it.
0: peaceful about it. They're not. They're not really incredibly violent unless unless they have to be. No. What's really fucking weird about this movie is that.
2: Yeah, they don't use. They never use no. weapons. Like even like the. Um, pod people, cops don't like pull their guns or anything. It's very interesting
0: how they, how they act, how they react to each other. And, uh, it's,
2: it's, it's fucking weird. (laughs) In a way, it does make it more like creepy, more like, you know, otherworldly creatures are coming after you when, like, when they're being chased because like, with cops and other people like you know they would employ some sort of like you know tools or tactics to get you like guns or whatever but like they just sh- shriek and yeah. come after you like yeah, animals we do-
3: yeah which is a better which gives yes, a better it's effect
0: fucking terrifying um we do get to that point because what happens is we know they're really hammering the whole thing because i think nimoy at one point tells him get some sleep man and then right before he leaves he's like yeah get some fucking sleep <laughs> <laughs> and then right. matthew locks up the place begins to fall asleep and this is what probably one of the one of those like three or four super legendary sequences in this movie where he's asleep and you see oh my god y'all any of y'all want to describe this uh,
3: scene? <laughs> uh, the effects in the scene are fantastic
0: oh, fucking disturbing
2: so at this point, we've kind of like you know figured that yes, those tiny pod flowers are connected to replicating these people and like pod people, but then we see this huge, awful zucchini slug <laughs> monster open its big gaping mouth and it and it, like a flesh Why flower opens up and young? it spits out this <laughs> <laughs> so, keep going, keep going. God damn it so out of um. Out of its flesh flower, these long white strands come out, these baby <laughs> strands. And they connect themselves to um the sleeping Donald Sutherland. And then like it's awful. You see like the head of one of the replicants like crowning. Mm-hmm. And then it spits them out. It's and pretty they're, great. They're honestly. awful like baby, they're awful like fetus baby men when they come out, because like they're between like fetus and like adult. Like, yeah. they have, like, these awful, like, kind of flat faces, and they're, like, crying, but they have deep voices.
3: They're covered in webbing and goo. When they come out, they're, like, their whole bodies are kind of adult, but mm-hmm. then everything, everything else about them is very, like, kind of infantile. Yeah. It takes them a little bit to fully develop into the people that they're uh, copying. Yes, and they're just, like, sh-
2: vibrating and shaking and shuddering and, like, screaming. Screaming like kind of like a like an upset baby when it's born. It's just like aah, aah, aah. it's yeah. the imagery in this. Like we can't do it justice. The imagery in this scene is so goddamn creepy.
3: It is very. Uh, you see them
2: all just like laying there, just like squirming on the ground. It's
3: very gruesome. It's very. Uh... If there's yeah.
2: one scene in the movie you want to yeah, see. The it's this the, one. the music
0: adds a lot to this too. There's this like ambient music oh, yeah. where it's throbbing heartbeats to show us that life is being created in a way. And this mm-hmm. weird fucking screeching, weird ambient music. It just adds to the eeriness of it all. And I would imagine in the theater, I wish I could fucking be there. Because I would love to see how people were reacting <laughs> to something like this in 1978. Oh, God. It is, it is so slow Ooh, and yeah. dark
2: and grim and gooey and fuck fucking gross. But, yeah. And this movie has been, like, enjoyable and good up to this yeah. point. But we haven't gone, like, cr- super crazy. Like, this shit com- really does come yeah, like, no, yeah, no, out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we haven't gone crazy with the effects and everything. Like, it's been... And it, it's been an enjoyable thrill ride. Yeah, we haven't seen shit like this. this is the first time you see this, movie. this.
0: You're like, what the fuck is that? What is that giant zucchini?
3: This, <laughs> yeah, this is the point where it truly becomes a 70s yeah. movie. Yeah. It's like really weird and gross. I, it would have been so dope if the fucking zucchini stock was like, Well, what's up, everybody?
1: So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be Nobody amazing.
2: Nobody knows the
1: truck. <laughs> oh, my
2: know. God.
0: That's the one that's the zucchini that's next to the hobo that we see later. Um I see Nancy trying to call out to Matthew cuz he's in a comatose comatose state and his eyes are all rolled back. He manages to wake up and he calls he mm-hmm. fucking t- throws it off, he runs because yeah, like you said, they're they're kind of attached to him, but he gets away. He he calls the cops, but they already knew who he was. And they seem really suspicious. So he's like, "Uh, fuck that. So now it seems like all the infected are surrounding the property. So they're like, we got to get the fuck out. Let's go to the back door. They head out through the back door. And in the last second, he's like, I think I need to fucking take care of these motherfuckers. So he yep. grabs a, a hoe. Hey, yo, hoe. Mm-hmm.
2: He
0: gra- <laughs> hey. He grabs hey. a hoe. And he looks like I he think he's going to hit one of the other ones. And he hesitates
2: he's gonna hit elizabeth but that he can't because it already is fully formed and looks like her he can't so bring he himself in him his own oh my god that's it's so great
3: this the it's face so smashing good.
0: the effects are dope
3: he goes gallagher on his own
0: <laughs> yeah, face he's it's awesome gallagher's himself
3: it's fantastic yeah this is also something that happened oh. in the original where uh the the doctor dr banel he didn't do it to himself he did it to one of the other characters but he did like take a uh he took like a pitchfork and like stuck it into one oh, of the replicants that's pretty hardcore and like for the time it was it was some pretty yeah, cool that's effects. pretty hardcore
0: like even yeah that kind of gore is you don't run into that too often
3: yeah it wasn't like super bloody but like i said like Graphic. for the time like for 1956 it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah,
2: getting into some fiend without a face territory. Yeah, and all, yeah. All the fucking aliens. They it's like
0: they feel it. They all shriek. This is when we get mm. full shriekage. Like where boom, ah, it is
2: like oh yeah,
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was telling Terry. It reminds me of uh, just a lot of like just the methods of like you know recruiting these people into this awful alien cult and like infecting them. It kind of re- and just the way they um. Chase you. It reminds me a lot of Resident Evil 4, yeah, if you've ever played oh, that.
0: Yeah, I love Resident Evil 4. Yeah, it definitely gives that vibe.
2: It's a lot like being infected with the Las Plagas, where, like, you're just an awful monster person.
0: And honestly, all these aliens would have been fantastic Swedish death metal screamers. Like... <laughs> I mean, they could have oh, yeah. living off of this but uh they do chase after them they and it's so dope because it's san francisco i've never i need to go there my uncle um has lived out there for years and he always visits us i need to go out to san francisco now that i'm in la but um mm-hmm. all this covid shit kicked off so he's kind of waiting for this shit exactly to uh yeah
2: you know, we're gonna do a boys road trip. We're gonna get a red convertible. Oh, we'll be going across the Golden Great Bridge. Whatever happened to Predictability. <laughs> the Milkman, <laughs> the Paperboy. Evening TV! That is actually a comment that... I, Terry I, made I, I a bunch just, of Full House references watching this. He does not make a bunch. I made anytime, one. Anytime we see San
3: Francisco, you gotta bring it up. I made one Full House reference, and because, <laughs> you know, this movie is obviously shot in San Francisco. And whenever they show shots of just like the streets of like where a lot of the residential yeah. houses are, it did remind me a lot of uh, Full House. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Oh my Full god! Do you think
2: one of the Olsen twins is a pod person? That's how those two. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't this be surprised. What's
0: just been a fucking pod? Oh shit! Holy that's shit!
2: That's why the other oh, one keeps getting Jesus.
1: skinnier.
0: Because she deca- she's slowly decaying. She's <laughs> right. Oh, that's fucking...
2: Oh, goddamn. Oh, my gosh. I can imagine one of them coming to kill Uncle Jesse.
1: Have mercy.
3: (laughs) Uncle Jesse just looks out into the streets of San Francisco, all these uh, pod people. It's like, oh, have (laughs) mercy.
0: So they they head through and they're going – I guess fucking San Francisco behind your apartment you have a bunch of corridors and fucking go underground and go up because they find all these cool (laughs) ways to get away from the aliens. And because it's his place, he knows where he's going. It's all kind of fresh to the aliens, so they don't exactly know uh, exactly how – they could get away so they managed to get away from them and matthew and elizabeth lay low and managed to not be, get found and one of the alien flashlights I, is this a part where they're like behind the stairs or some shit i think they like they yeah yeah the stairs and they get they get away that way and we see matthew and elizabeth walking down the sidewalk and it certainly feels like a large mob maybe following them very soon and then they go into like mm-hmm. a full fucking sprint chase and they're all passing like the sexiest part of town. All the, <laughs> all the club promoters are like, yeah, come yeah. "Hey, come on. Maybe y'all can do a little uh Mario <laughs> Luigi as club promoters out
3: there. oh god Son no. Of a bitch. no god no. Hey, no, come mean, on, we got new girls here. Come get your mushroom off. <laughs> come on, we got like we got both female girl we got female actors and male actors. Like, you know, you can get both. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Don't put us on you ever don't want to see what Toads can
2: behind that diaper? Is that... Yoshi can. Yoshi can do a lot of things with that tongue. That... <laughs> <laughs> just the worst. I fucking bit. love it. God, it's damn, too it. Much fun. God
0: Dude, <laughs> damn it. God fucking. I remember Tim was like, "Dude, you just you just screamed as Toad." Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't yeah. know what to say, so I just screamed. <laughs> uh, I just kept imagining that GIF of Toad where he's going wacko, like yeah (laughs) that that, that little bit there so yeah so they uh for for y'all to hear that y'all gotta listen to the grindman podcast
2: (laughs) where we do a lot of uh, where we do awful mario jokes over there too whether we want to or not apparently sometimes mike decides for us
3: yeah sometimes we are just put on the spot (laughs) right now it's awesome yeah yeah,
0: yeah no thank problem. you for that God so, damn it. Uh, They throw them, everyone would have asked me why i didn't ask y'all so i had to do it so <laughs> i knew it was coming jump into got the it. taxi and uh they head out and the taxi driver could not look more suspicious he's like yeah we're taking two people he's on his intercom he's like we got type h type h mother type h this car which i'm guessing is human <laughs>
2: I guess I fi- I find it to be very ironic. The most convincing people were the uh, like nudie bar barkers. That might have been the last safe haven in town. Yeah. Can you imagine like just hanging out with strippers and like that's really where you're yeah, only safe?
0: I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I'm like, oh, maybe they're gonna go in one of these bars because like, why would maybe it's harder to infiltrate these like sleazier places or something? But no, yeah. they go into a fucking cab and they run into like a barricade of cops. <laughs> And it's just a system for Ah. aliens to basically weed out any of the humans. And of course, they (laughs) they have it all down, ready to go. And miraculously, the cop comes up to the cabbie, and the cabbie's like, yeah, we got a couple of humans back here. And you just see the door that's been opened already. I'm like, he's (laughs) going to open this loud fucking 1970s metal door without making any
2: noise. Yeah, like when you get out of the car, the whole thing fucking shakes. One of those. (laughs) So
0: then uh, Matthew tries to wake up uh, his favorite homeless guy
2: that he sees by. (laughs) (laughs) By (laughs) him and his dog are lying asleep. I wonder. I wonder what we're gonna. I wonder if there's gonna be any payoff to this
0: very soon. So Matt yeah. and Liz rush into their. Uh, I'm just getting so lazy. I'm going to call them Matt and Liz. They they, they rush into yeah. the building when all of a sudden a guard starts uh, trying to get into the into the office. Matthew grabs some darts just in case he needs to make a tiny hole in somebody's arm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Dude, you can't have. So- I I think a blunt. Sta- have you ever picked up those old school staplers? You could fucking kill someone with a stapler. I don't know about a dart,
2: but uh, I would have just picked up a stapler. But he doesn't do that uh yeah, he's got the darts ugh. i was hoping it would turn like he would like just be throwing <laughs> darts at them that'd be great
0: and the guard takes his paces he looks around they're hiding underneath one of the desks or some shit he ends up leaving but it looks like matthew's mustache was in striking distance <laughs> huddled up, they get close she smells the graham cracker crust and they and it's one of those kisses where like the the guy's mouth just eats the top
2: part of the girl's mouth it's like right because as we said donald pleasance is just a massive like he's like seven (laughs) feet tall and this is like a (laughs) 411 woman
0: (laughs) just takes over her little tiny face Uh, it is disgusting not a uh, oof it is not the kiss of the year my god but that's one thing i'll give uh, donald sutherland is that he is not uh your conventional attractive guy but he still finds a way to be kind of sexy you know he finds a way oh yeah Yeah. oh like i said he's a charming dude charm you'll be okay they relax in the office uh, after that makeout session. They're just relaxing. They look outside the window, and we see they have a nice, convenient sightline of all the duplicates doing their thing, getting organized, marching. They're organizing everybody like where they live, and they they're they're holding their big old fucking pod things.
2: It's so, weird. <laughs> which I, when we get to the point where now that we're seeing all the pod things that people are carrying them. They just look like really they big do. zucchini. They look like jackfruits.
3: Like they're just <laughs> holding these
0: giant yeah. watermelon things.
2: Um, and it looks like
0: they're all farmers. Like they're just <laughs> they're just migrant workers, just like yeah. working. <laughs> and, um, and so Matt and Liz, they take these shitload of speed pills that they find in someone's desk. That she knew someone had. Them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that hypes them up at that very moment. Jack Nimoy and Jeffrey, with a bunch of goons, come in, wrangle up Liz and Matt. Their minds and their memories are apparently. Uh, this is when we find out that their minds and memories are absorbed and remain intact once the aliens duplicate you. Uh-huh. This whole scene's very interesting. Um, it is, yeah. Yeah, Nimoy gives us a lot of background about these uh, these beings. They. This is when we find out about their uh, riding the fucking solar winds to Earth,
2: which I still call <laughs> bullshit on. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, like I watch a lot of Star Trek. I'm a big Nimoy fan. Um, and I hear a lot of bullshit, like, techno space babble. And even then, like, solar winds is too much <laughs> for me. No. Yeah, you know, the
3: solar winds. Yeah, no. You know.
2: The solar winds. The t- the solar winds. Not like it's this. It's like the sun is just constantly going...
0: <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so they somehow managed to get here. And Nimoy... Uh, he uh, tells him like we am gonna give you a slight sedative you know and i'm gonna put mm-hmm. you to sleep and you're gonna duplicate and you
2: won't you're gonna feel good and i think yeah one thing i do like uh when we get this explanation about like how they do keep their memories um but like they're more peaceful and harmonized kind of like a hive mind um so, like he does kind of try to sell it like you know there's no more pain like you know this is a higher state of being that we have achieved um but then, like, you know, when Jack also chimes in, uh, Donald Sutherland says that, like, you know, you've never agreed with him in your life, kind of pointing out that you do lose um, the person you were before. That, like, you know, your soul is yeah. kind of gone and that it is a f- almost a form of death, yeah. basically. Yeah. Or that's, totally, actually, because, like, your body w- w- withers away like a husk.
3: Yeah, that's another thing that uh, they really went hard on in the original. Because the original uh I've mentioned before was very like sort of like anti communist mm-hmm. yes, and the message of that movie is that like you know the the body snatchers sort of you know snatch your bodies and then they sort of turn you into all the same person. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, when you know the pods like take you over, then you know you have no more anxieties, and like everybody becomes the same person and then and then the protagonist of that movie is like. But then you can't feel emotions like such as love <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. So, You know, you know, you're taking away our humanity yes, by you're doing taking that. Taking away my old face. And.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm gonna come. <laughs> yeah, like, but no. I could think of another use for those zucchinis, and that's like like the message of that movie, and then like this message, and and then this movie. It's it's done better here. Yeah, Yeah. not under
2: like, (laughs) not under this very cynical, um, like you know, red scare bullshit. It's more um, in this one. It's more of a kind of just like you know, just creepy aliens. Exactly, just can, like, it's like kind general, of an existential question. Like general, you know, just like you can c- keep your memories, you can keep like your feelings, but um, you, you use, yeah, you do lose you a lot of stuff in this process. Exactly,
3: just like a special person, like yeah, yeah, uh-huh. just like generally, it's like conforming to this like idealism of the era that you live in. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that you makes know. a lot of
0: sense, and uh then we get some action for once we haven't really had a whole bunch of action other than chasing um uh, but we get oh, a no. straight up fight here a little a little brawl
2: uh <laughs> Sutherland yeah. stabs a Sutherland motherfucker.
0: stabs fucking
2: uh, yep. Goldblum
0: right in the back of the neck with a dart. Finds a way to fucking kill a dude <laughs> with a dart, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I don't even know that could happen. Nimoy gets hit in the back of the fucking head with a giant-ass scientific, like, beaker jar thing. And that fucks him up good. Uh-huh. And they throw him in a room that looks like a freezer, but I... <laughs> it is a, Yeah, it is a freezer. throw him in there, and it's, like, soundproof, so he's trying to yell, but nobody can hear him. They run out in the building, mm-hmm. and uh, Nancy and Matthew—I uh, mean, uh, fucking Elizabeth and Matthew—walk run down the stairs, and they run into Nancy, and she has this like super serious face on. So you're kind of like, "Oh shit, what's going on with her?" But it turns out she found that she realized that if you just don't show emotions and you just try not to be, um, you know, like a woman, uh, you. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Ow, oh, yeah. I'm kidding! I'm kidding! But um, hey, if you just. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Andrew Dice Daniel.
0: If you just don't show emotion, they don't really notice you, you know, like you're able to blend in. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so it's at this moment that um, they decide that they're going to go and uh, uh, basically fucking walk through this crowd and try to get the fuck out of this place and try to find a way out. So they're all working their way through the ca- crowd. No one's really noticing them at first. It's pretty awesome. Then all of a sudden, holy fucking shit, maybe one of the other legendary scenes in this movie, and maybe not for a good reason. Honky Tonk dog strolling up. Oh my god. It's, <laughs> it's, a it's a horrible. Face, and it's plastered on a dog's face. And it, on a dog's body. body yeah. And it, it, its tongue comes out of its fucking mouth.
2: Did you ever see Nightmare on Elm yes, Street too? Of course. Same exact thing, yeah. the Freddy oh dog.
0: God, it's disturbing.
2: It it's same as in that movie. It's just fucking out of nowhere, and also there, like it's you blink and you miss it. It's there so briefly, and it's oh so just God. so fucked up. It is highly, it is highly. And yeah, Elizabeth, of course, yeah. reacts like
0: any it of is, us would uh, by fucking screaming because it looks disturbing as shit. Yeah, and the dog is like, "Hey, bitch, you're not a fucking alien." <laughs>
2: so- <laughs> yeah, the dog. <laughs> they're using this monstrosity to sniff out the it's last of the humans it's a great idea like hey
0: look hey, what if we put one of these humans faces on a dog you think that will work <laughs> so, the aliens are okay. clever as fuck so Elizabeth and Matthew managed to run and uh dude obviously the fates are made for Matthew and Elizabeth <laughs> to survive because an 18 wheeler just happens to be on the street and it just happens to be going slow enough for them to catch up to and it just happens to be empty <laughs> enough uh, What well, just happens to be open in the back <laughs>
2: yeah yeah you know it's how amazing. you always see yeah they're, these aliens they're just getting used so, to driving. yeah they're like
0: oh i forgot to close the back of the door <laughs> shit so they get in there <laughs> and the 18 the wheel and the, the aliens aren't able to catch up thankfully they get to this fucking factory place or like a big old warehouse where it looks like they're producing these pods and this is where they're hauling yeah. them and they're loading up the pods into the truck. They managed to sneak out of the truck and they're looking around the, the big old manufacturing warehouse. And yeah, they're cultivating all these pods. It looks fucking crazy. It looks like a fucking – it looks like a
2: weed manufacturer. Yeah. <laughs> what this really um, reminded me of um, – Movie I li- really like Soylent Green. Obviously, everybody knows like the famous line, but like it's a great movie. You know, it's uh, one of the earlier examples of uh, you know a-, a film with a heavy environmentalist message, but told through the lens of Charlton Charl- Charl- Heston just slapping Ooh. people around. It's great, and at the end, um, he takes a truck to infiltrate the Soylent Green factory, and like that's kind of where the climax goes. And like the end I swear to God, like the ending to this movie is beat oh, for beat that. Yeah, it's it's so I have similar. Not seen
0: Green. I know. I know it's really. Oh, it's really worth good. It. I have friends that love it, so I need to watch that one. Um, but yeah, we'll check it out because this ending of the movie, I actually, I think it gets. I think it's pretty badass. I like. I like the way they close this. Piece. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> yeah. No. I, like, I just agree. Like the climax of this movie is really yeah. really good. Shank can articulate it better than Terry's I. Terry's falling asleep. He's he's
2: been he's been oiling himself down again rubbing with that C B D. Oh, he always
3: is. It's, don't even ask. I mean I, I yeah, <laughs> I'm drinking I'm drinking my fucking Paul Mason brandy okay. as always. But <laughs> you can't I'm drinking drink uh, Firestone
0: anymore. and Robertson blended whiskey from Texas.
2: God hell damn. yeah. Oh, it's a put some hair shit. in your chest. I'm drink I'm drinking a fucking crew yeah, Shane is drinking nothing, basically. <laughs> He's drinking the bubbly, <laughs> bubbly water. I like that. I, that's, I'm drinking this. I'm drinking spiced water.
0: responsible kind of person that we need around me and Terry. Yes. Exactly. Well, yeah. Terry's fucking falling it's asleep okay. right here.
2: <laughs> I am not He falling. can barely okay. talk.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll speed this up for you, Terry. We're almost done. We're at... <laughs> Power <laughs> three We
3: are almost done. I can get through this. Let's do this. <laughs> if
2: Let's I get this piece can. of shit.
0: So, uh, so they they're walking down a ladder and fucking Elizabeth hurts her ankle like a goddamn son of a bitch.
2: Oh my god. Okay. She has been running for miles this evening in those heels and she just like steps down the the smallest like step ladder. <laughs> And then just like, you know, oh, my entire <laughs> she, like, leg.
0: Like ankle like a fucking basketball player. <laughs> it, yeah, I was supposed to say, yeah. Then Matthew lifts her up and gives her like a piggyback ride, but then they fall into the fucking weeds. <laughs> or oh, no, it, yeah. yeah and she just gives up. He lifts her up. Yeah, they fall into He doesn't give her a piggyback ride.
2: Yes. No.
0: <laughs> I wanted him to do that. But yeah, he drops her
2: it would have been, would have been funnier
0: <laughs> yeah it would have been funnier he dropped her in some tall weeds it's a fucking mess and matthew tells her that he loves her this is like the time where matthew decides um, i'm gonna just confess my love to this woman i've been
2: i think he said it like once earlier but now he's like kind of pleading with her like you know get up we gotta go but like at yeah, this point she's given up she's so tired off. her yeah. yeah her her kneecap has exploded on impact and with the ground and she just doesn't want to move god yeah, yeah. We hear, fucking a corn
0: song starts playing in the background. We hear those fucking bagpipes <laughs> coming on. We hear that da, da,
1: da, 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 da. <laughs> and,
0: uh, there's a fucking bagpipe playing "Amazing Grace."
2: Is that yeah, what they're that's playing Grace. for the- <laughs> I know, I know, but I like, think it's it just, just weird. Just a weird also, choice. as a bagpipe, because there's no bagpipes like can't articulate. It's just constant like. Hey, exactly and also like you think amazing grace on bagpipes you think a funeral it's a sad sad song i've actually had to play that on my trumpet at a funeral i i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry um but as a big star trek nerd i got to point this out um in this movie leonard nimoy met his fate by being shoved into like a death chamber basically and also now we're playing amazing grace on bagpipes this is beat for beat the end of (laughs) wrath of kong guys (laughs) yeah yeah you know i am and always shall be
0: your friend it ain't broke you know
1: (laughs) just have to get out there
0: and uh so then matthew gets this idea hey man there's fucking ships like there's ships nearby maybe we can board one of them and get the fuck out of here uh, Matthew gives her a mustachioed smooch once again and he heads towards that giant ship as he gets closer he looks and they see- he sees that they're just lifting giant pallets of these fucking pods onto the ship so they're getting ready yeah. to spread this bitch all over the fucking world
2: yeah at this point when you see them on the ships you re- they, you realize yeah. like he, 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 they lost I, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah this is coming up next but yeah I think uh, everything that happens after this is just out of pure angst like he's just angry um, yes Matthew goes absolutely. back to try and find Elizabeth but she's fa- fallen asleep she must have knocked right out once he fucking left and uh, once again she has a dry face Matthew hugs her and tells her the boat mm-hmm. is going to take them away he's being it's a very emotional moment actually um, he's yeah he's such a good actor and Elizabeth yeah. basically just falls apart and wilts away into his hands it's a really fucking great effect too she like crumples it is. is fucking cool um, he uh, and I uh <laughs> I love Donald Sutherland, <laughs> but the fucking sound that comes out of his mouth after she wilts away is fucking funny to me as a son
1: of He's like, Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: like it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And we see um all of a sudden Elizabeth's full for, fully formed pod body comes up and she is looking fresh. Huh?
2: yes and he reacts in, in Ooh, horror yeah. but it's like dude you just lost the first one this one's already I oiled know, and ready to go like <laughs> she's yeah she's totally nude uh oiled up and she's just she's just goes like matthew yeah, the
0: same thing the other ones have been telling him, like dude once you cross it's almost like heroin like bro once you try it man you'll understand dog
2: <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> black
0: tar
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so matthew takes off running away from her <laughs> <laughs> and he climbs over to the mm-hmm. hydroponics warehouse, and they have all these lights and shit. It actually looks really nice and romantic. Like, this is the way an L.A. like, Richie Rich restaurant looks. Like, it's just like these nice little lights. Out. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. And uh, he
1: goes up, mm-hmm.
0: and he starts walking along the very high little uh, fucking uh, raptors of the, of the warehouse, and it almost looks like he's about to say, like, what up, butthorn, or something like. <laughs> right (laughs) (laughs) because
1: he's so fucking high
0: up i'm like and he's this giant dude he sees an axe and as soon as he takes the axe off the wall the fucking alarms go off and everyone knows like oh Mm -hmm. shit there's shit going on he starts cutting the lights and i guess they're made out of like i guess they're fucking alien light bulbs because they start exploding and shit
2: i don't know what's in this shit but like it's yeah these light bulbs hit the floor and blow up like, blow the oh fuck God. up. All mm-hmm. these
0: little explosions, they create fucking fires. You see the pods just, like, spl- like splurging blood. They're fucking dying. And then it's crazy because then you see Elizabeth, who still hasn't found some clothes to wear. She's just kind of
2: naked. Uh, <laughs> walking around, she's, Yeah.
0: she looks up, and she sees Michael, and she does that, ah, and she fucking shrieks. Uh,
2: yeah, and this is fantastic free. because the promotional... Um, the D- the DVD Terry has the promotional artwork is mostly of her pointing and shrieking, but because it's a nude scene, they can't really show that. So they they photoshopped clothing onto her poorly. Yeah, it's really good. I need a
0: I need to look at that. That's hilarious. <laughs>
3: Yeah the booklet has like she has like a red cardigan sweater on. Yeah what like, she was wearing
2: before like what she was wearing uh, before mm-hmm. is on, is just, is this just pa- copy and That's pasted so cool. on her in MS Paint. <laughs> it would been funny fantastic. if it was just
0: like somebody just kind of like
2: used a marker just to kind of... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great though like she's walking around nude like she's that um like she's that character and what's that name ma- mov- what's that movie called um Thunder uh, no, um, like, life force. Like in life, life force, force, force. Yeah, like Methyl- the chicken life force is yeah. walking around Unreli- nude like she doesn't care. There's yeah, Mathilda kind of May. About someone yeah. walking
0: around with unrelenting confidence
3: naked. Yes, uh, just aggressive you nudity. Look like
0: her. Like I could. I couldn't walk around like that naked. Right. Bad.
3: it's fantastic
0: yeah the (laughs) dudes start chasing him from above the warehouse Matthew manages to get away even though he's a giant 6 foot some shit fucking. he's able to like dive out of the warehouse and get down to the ground he gets under the beach pier and a bunch of the aliens are looking for him and one of the guys says don't worry motherfucker ain't gonna stay awake forever so they know like "Ah, what's the point of trying to find this one vato he's gonna fall asleep so it works out mm-hmm. pretty well it's the next
2: day and it's like a whole different yeah.
0: this is a great
2: transition because like you you know what happened i'm it's, it's like so great that you didn't actually see it's actually like kind of creepier and more um more upsetting that you didn't see yes. it happen that like it just fades to the next day and, and you know you know you, you already know because like the you see the guy shine the flashlight towards the camera like you know so like it hit it yeah. hit donald sutherland so it's I like awesome. I love that transition, uh,
0: and we sort of see a day in the life of this new world of these fucking alien beings that mm-hmm. have now taken over San Francisco. We see a bunch of kids being walked into a theater, and you hear one of the kids saying, "But I'm not sleepy. I don't want to take a nap."
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: like <laughs> oh god,
0: you duplicate your ass. Mm-hmm. And so Matthew goes into his old office, and he's doing like you know, like we mentioned earlier they do they it's like going through the motions of who you are you know if you normally Uh fucking jerk off and take a shit in the morning that's exactly what your (laughs) alien person's gonna do because that's what you used to do so he's cutting out like an article from the newspaper and we actually saw him doing that earlier in the movie like in the very beginning Mm -hmm. and he joins everyone i guess now it's uh closing time
2: (laughs) (laughs) there's a great moment too um where he walks into the office and he sees everyone and he sees um, the Elizabeth Pod person, but he doesn't t- like talk to her yeah. or say anything to her. And I think like, that's a good way of showing that, like, you know, in this, like, new body and these new lives that they have, they don't have what they used to. Like, they're not even friends. They just, like, go about what they're supposed to be doing, but they don't have any actual interpersonal connection. Yeah, that, that connection. is gone. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. They it's just like
0: your first day at live. work where you the- don't know anyone, so you just, yeah. Exa- yeah, oh, but that, that forever. sucks, dude. <laughs> that's Ooh, the rest of your life of work, I'm picking them out I'm like I'm gonna go for you I'm gonna go for you <laughs> and-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just establishing dominance I'm just flipping <laughs> tables you know th- throwing shit in people's faces people like you know what what
0: else like
2: are you supposed
0: to, to, to do fucking and like fucking put your pants all the way down your ankles so everyone has to see your ass
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> I, yeah, I go up, I go right in, if someone's at a urinal, I go right honest? up next to him You know, I'm not leaving, <laughs> this, a I'm not even leaving a space. <laughs>
1: you,
2: know, you know,
0: one time I was, I was in a public urinal, like, I think it was at a football game, and I, I was like, high school football game, I walk into the fucking bathroom, taking a piss, and this guy's obviously had a few beers, he's like, strong stream, bro. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's complimenting yes, no, your
2: stream? Thanks? Just, just boys yeah, being I dudes. I, 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 didn't, you
0: I did. You love to hear you know, it. No, I quickly just retorted with, "Yeah, I, I got a urethra made of gold." <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> what
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you really and said. He started laughing his ass. <laughs> I know that doesn't even, even make sense. Funny. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's fantastic. I'm I wish I would. gonna start introducing yeah. myself. Hello, Shane. My name is Shane. Urethra of gold. <laughs>
1: So,
2: uh, so, it's going on my resume. Out of this
0: fucking building, and uh, they they're going, and they're all in order. It looks very fucking weird. And you see him walking outside the building. We hear Amazing Grace again, by the way. That's a common thread oh, yeah. throughout this movie because I mm-hmm. think they also play it earlier in the movie as well. uh Holy shit! We fucking see Nancy. She's alive yeah she got, she got away, away. She really got this whole blending in with these fuckers down she sees Matthew and right away she's like hey Matthew like dude come on look, like let's fucking reconvene let's get the fuck out of here Matthew turns mm-hmm. and this is the scene that we all fucking remember we see poofy haired graham cracker crust mustache <laughs> <laughs> Donald Sutherland just make the creepiest <laughs> fucking face that will haunt your dreams forever <laughs>
3: Yeah. And then
1: <laughs> fucking. Uh, <pigs. laughs>
3: this is the iconic yeah. scene from the
2: movie right here. Yes, it is. And how do we close this movie? Like the last shot. Yeah. Zoom into mustache. Right to that mouth. Yes. <laughs> we we fly right. We see every single <laughs> follicle. S- perfect and for this podcast to the end
0: credits and i will say everybody you know i know terry and shane y'all haven't seen uh, or listened to too many of these episodes but every episode at the end of a, a breakdown i like to reflect on some of the characters and the wonderful uh, uh, just the wonderful acting and the preciseness of how they've been able to portray these characters in these movies and i decided to do a quick impression of one of them and this is a segment i like to call quick (laughs) impressions
2: all right I hope y'all enjoyed that (laughs) Donald is that you (laughs) God damn! This show's a fucking shithouse, dude. I'm so sorry. All right,
0: we have reached the rating portion of the show. I rate my movies by my favorite mustaches, guys. Um, full the full Fu Manchu recommendation is your. It's your top. <laughs> your recommendation. Damn it. We got the walrus mustache <laughs> recommendation, which is a pretty fucking badass movie. We have your horseshoe mustache mm-hmm. recommendation, which is a eh, it's not bad. And then we have the toothbrush mustache, which is the Hitler mustache. That is a burning uh, hell <laughs> movie. I hope it dies. Uh, go ahead, and y'all two, go ahead and give me your your ratings of what you would give this movie.
2: I would give this a solid, oh, like robust that. walrus. This is a very good one. Um, I think. There's so much of this that ages very well. So much of this has been influential in terms of like its sound direction, editing, the way it builds tension, the way it uses mystery and what you can't see, and then what it does show being amazing that has just influenced horror for years to come. And I think that like with a lot of the modern horror we see now, uh, elements from movies like this, particularly in the 70s era, are being pulled from more and more. So it's like prescient now more than ever I love it it's fantastic I actually think that as much as remakes are looked down upon if you could get a good studio a good director people who are willing to not like you know go too hard in on the CG and commit to it that this could actually benefit from another remake especially since this is itself already a remake I think we could use another era of body snatchers I think they could make it interesting I would say Ah uh, yeah, give give it a watch. Solid throughout. Great performances. Good pacing. Good effects. And a one fabulous fucking mustache on Mister Pleasant
3: Sutherland. It
0: Damn up. it! How about you, Terry?
3: <laughs> I agree with everything that Shane says. I am not as articulate as Shane as Shane is. So you are. Uh, I'm just gonna like pretty much steal what everything that Shane said. It. <laughs> <laughs> you know like i said i'm not as articulate as he is you know he's much better at like you know putting into words like everything that's like what's good about a movie so i'm just gonna steal everything that he said so i'm just gonna i also haven't wagon. drank
2: an entire
3: massive so, jug of brandy
2: so maybe that has to <laughs> so do with the, me the, being able to say words my column as well yeah <laughs> Yes, we do.
3: <laughs> that's that's right. I'm it's a group.
2: Gonna, it's a it's a package
3: review. It's a group effort. I'm just gonna <laughs> steal everything that Ryan my coattails again. Yeah, I'm just gonna steal everything that Shane said. Yeah, it's a really good movie with really good performances. It's very unique. Like the perform the uh, special effects are really good. It's Fuck it's yeah, solid dude. flick. But the but the original yeah, is I also pretty good to too. I can't look at that one. Um, I will give this
0: actually a full full man shoe recommendation I really oh hell this yeah movie. I think it has some ebb and flow like it has a little bit of action it has a little bit of suspense it has a little bit of mystery it has a little bit of mustache it has a <laughs> it has all that you need. it has gold in it gold blooming the fuck out of this movie I just
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I didn't even know I was gonna give a full full manchu until this very fucking moment like I just didn't realize until after I finished talking about it how much, like you're right, like a lot of the points that y'all have made, this has influenced so many movies from at this point in the 1978 and on, you know, whether it's with its practical effects, its storytelling, um, the acting ability of everybody that's in this movie, they just knock it out the park. I just really have a good time with it. There's a lot of tropes. There's a lot of things that are predictable. There's some questions that are left unanswered or things that you're expected to know about. But I feel like not every movie is going to kind of baby feed you what's going on. Like I think sometimes you need to use your imagination Mm -hmm. to use your – I think the director wanted you to be almost as confused as they are. And uh, maybe that was the effect you were going with. Uh But I absolutely love this movie. I think everybody should fucking check this out. Full Fulmanchi recommendation. All right, so this is the <laughs> yes. plugs portion of the show. Do y'all have any plugs? Are y'all coming up on anything? Are y'all working on any projects that you want to let the listeners know about? Anything like that.
2: I mean, we've already talked about the grind bin. Um, we're generally there um, fairly often, um, especially for minis. Just with our schedules, it's much easier for me especially to get on for like you know a short uh, mini episode wow. recording um the last mini that came out um i was on and i'll be on the next one i believe too depending on like which ones get edited uh and you too daniel because i think uh the donkey kong e- episode yeah, is probably so coming up next many
0: episodes of the Grindbin bin are actually on their patreon so if you are a listener or a fan of the Grindbin, bin or if you haven't listened to them yet check out the podcast and if you dig it don't you know take a look at their patreon support these guys you know these are just regular ass folks like me and you that they love doing mm-hmm. this. They love talking about movies. They love just laughing and making fucking jokes. And so if you join the Patreon, you get to hear yeah. these mini episodes. And, and Shane and Terry are on those. I'm on a few here and there. There's all, a bunch of the people that you've heard on my show. You know, Tim Yobo, Eddie tons of people but you know of course bobby and mike are on those shows so it's a total total fun experience um so please uh take a look at that i don't have a patreon but you know who just started one eddie the axe of uh, bloody bits podcast who is yeah, he has a oh show perfect! A I didn't know that show and a friend of mine, and so yeah, if y'all want to mm-hmm. take a look at his Patreon, look up uh, the bloody bits on Twitter or Instagram, and he should have a link there to his website where you can find the link to his Patreon, or you could always search the
2: bloody bits there on his Patreon. Uh, but yeah, and me and Terry are on his um, yes, house by the cemetery right. episode.
3: Yes, that was a very. That I was a very that. fun episode. Too. I had never very seen that episode. movie, that and out. I need to watch it because just
0: hearing y'all talk about it, I'm like, oh, I gotta it's so, so, to watch
2: so good. <laughs>
3: oh, it is so it's good.
2: It's slow pace but just pays off in goddamn <laughs> so, dividends. So y'all
0: can always follow the show on Instagram at, at MustachioPodcastio, Ashio. You can also find me on Twitter at MPodcastio. Rate and review the podcast. If you have five stars, please write it down. Put the review And If you have anything less than five stars, talk to me directly. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Absolutely <laughs> love the fact that y'all two were able to come onto the show, Terry and Shane. Thank y'all so much
2: oh it's been a pleasure yeah it's been a, a pleasant one might say if we were talking about a donald that i keep confusing the <laughs> correct one it's been a pleasant it's been a lot of fun this yeah, has been thank great y'all so time. much
0: y'all have a good one i'll talk to y'all later bye
2: sweet dreams